call David. Yeah. Because we're really behind there. His picture's terrifying. Scary eyes. He's like full on staring at. Also, I'm used to seeing him with glasses. So, glasses. I don't know why I pronounce that so weirdly. Hello. 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 You're right, Lydia. You're... Can you hear me all right? Yes. I can indeed. Excellent. Oh, my glasses are all smudging. I had a bit of a funny moment there because I still had the, the tab open where I was listening to you guys, but then you're talking to me computer and it was all a bit <laughs> on a scale of one to drunk how was your night um, do you know what well it was an afternoon in fact we, well we met up at 10 o'clock this morning so i started drinking at 11 o'clock this morning wow. oh, i feel better now i feel better i felt bad for starting to drink at three in the afternoon because i was I, like oh there's so much time to go to be but... fair i don't feel better about starting three that's actually quite late for me so i was like that's <laughs> that's all good i'm like i'm doing really well to be honest so fair play. yeah <laughs> I started at 11, but finished at about 9. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm good now. I'm quite, so, I mean, I did have a whiskey about 10 minutes ago, but it's only a little one. Good man. No, it doesn't. What no. kind of whiskey? Uh, Jura. Ooh. Ooh. Superstition or regulars? I superstition. I love superstition. Oh, I like superstition. That's good. Superstition. Brands on the wall. It was, it was the very last superstition. Drop. I'm currently enjoying a Jim Beam Red Stag because I like a girly black cherry bourbon. <laughs> That's um, a nice whiskey. Mm. I, I'm, on a, I'm on a single malt myself. Glen Murray. Which one? Glen Murray. Oh, Speyside. Welcome to the booze hour. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, dear. I mean, I tuned in earlier mm-hmm. uh, while Nick and James were on, and and you know, at least you can like at least this means something to you, so to because uh, I I noticed earlier it was all about eighties TV, and I just really felt yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, there was quite a long period where I kept thinking to I was very aware of how few words I'd said, and I was like, "You're on a podcast. You should be saying you're the host. You should be saying yeah. the words." But people kept because the thing is right I kept I keep forgetting to take into account people's ages when I invite them onto things and I forget or, inv- or, inv- or invite them to be co-hosts yeah and I forget that sometimes like even though like you might only be a couple of years different that can be like massive in pop culture terms and so there was a lot of stuff earlier where I was just like yes I will smile and nod at this <laughs> it- yeah, I, I could hear you just sort of falling asleep yeah. Hey, Even though yeah. I was looking at her going, she has no idea. Not a fucking clue, mate. Not a fucking for like For like 80s stuff, because the thing is, I, I shouldn't really admit this when I've got a pop culture podcast, but the th- my household when I was younger was very much uh, dictated by uh, what was on the telly and we didn't get cable till I was about 15, um, right. and films my granddad could be asked to watch. So there was very little in the way of like you know, movie diversity and stuff. So I didn't even really know that movies that weren't Schwarzenegger or Stallone movies actually existed until I, like, met Rich and realised that films were a thing. Well, I mean, in the 80s, there weren't really many other films, though, were there? No, there, there wasn't really. I mean, the thing is, I'm, that's not to, like, poo-poo them, because I went to an Arnold Schwarzenegger marathon at the uh, Prince Charles Cinema last year or the year before. Uh, and it was amazing because it was just like amazing film after amazing film. There were like six films overnight. We saw Commando, oh, Predator, oh, uh, Total Recall, oh, The Running Man, oh, Terminator 1 and 2. <laughs> I was just, by the end of it, I was just like, oh, I just, all of us, we had like Arnold Tourette's. We just, none of us could like walk for like more than three or four steps without saying something in an Arnie voice. I remember, I remember we went to see Predator when it came out in the cinema. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a load of us, me, Dave, and a few other guys went to see it. And um, went to sit down West End. And because you've got to say down West End, no matter where you live in London, you say down West End. Nah, so, no, it's up. It's up, mate. You're from the wrong side of the room. Yeah, don't even go there, right? <laughs> don't, don't even go there. I have friends that still want to talk to Dave because he lives in South London now. Um, and uh, facts. Very territorial. Um, I get, I get to the right, right side. That's the right no, side of the room. No, 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 he's not. He's not. I get, I get no, I get less grief. I, and I left fucking London than Dave does. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Northampton and my mate's like well okay you've got to go somewhere Dave's like I live in South London fuck you now um, anyway we won't, we won't, we're not here for that we're not, it's not it's, what we're here it's for it's not my fault you lot no. uh, 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 don't even right. uh, do you know what do you, no, look look right look I love you mate it's not even fucking go there right because <laughs> the whole North South divide shit we're not even gonna we're not doing this it's not time for that this isn't the time. This is for charity. This isn't the time because shit will get real fast. Hands across the tens. Hands across the We'll make peace. For just one hour, yeah. we'll, we'll just forget. True, I'll forget true. the fact that you, that you live where you live. Well, okay? I, I live in Brighton now. Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Well, home. All right. Why are we even having the conversation then? <laughs> because I still feel... Proud. I know. Do you know what's weird is... You don't live in London, neither do I. And we're both <laughs> arguing about where we li- where we used to live and going, oh, fucking hell, something like that. Fucking hell, North London. Uh, yeah, it's on you anyway. <laughs> See, you don't have these problems in Birmingham because it's uh, all uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're like, you're like a common enemy now. <laughs> no, I'm like an This is the bit where, like, we're, if this would be the bit in the buddy cop movie, we would, like, be the mismatched cop from either sort of wrong side of the Thames and we sort of join them? forces for the, Ooh, no, shouldn't sort, of, the sort of brummy drug dealer person, like, in, in uh, I have so I've man. got a grudge against Birmingham at the moment, actually, as well. On, on the way back from Glasgow Comic Con, Ian's sat nav took us into Birmingham for no apparent reason. Oh. Then it took us off to, some road that then turned out to be closed which took us on a diversion for like 40 minutes and then at the end of that diversion we turned to where diversion ends turn around there's that that road was closed and then we had another like 20 minute diversion we spent like 90 minutes driving around birmingham for nothing there is no point at which birmingham doesn't have some sort of building work going on at least in like like at least 12 different spots just to fuck you over and there's so many crystal mate yeah and there's so many like random one-way roads just for a laugh, and you don't realise till you're halfway down them the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a Dave in his car story, isn't it? Going down. It is. Yeah, the wrong I've, way in uh, Birmingham streets. I've got my hand up. Birmingham's weird. I quite like it, but it's also I'm also aware that it's a bit shit. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've it meets my needs. Without being. Why are you putting your hand up? Because I wanted to speak, so I put my I hand up. Yeah, I wanted to go back to Predator because oh, yeah, it's something we've all seen recently. And and like so, oh, so we've gone to see it, see my brother. And there's a bit in Predator where like um, they try to sort of trap the Predator the first time they try to trap it, and it all fucks up. And they, and then Arnie sort of says, uh, um, "We're gonna like build all this stuff and like Apollo Creed. He's not called Apollo Creed in it, but he is Apollo Creed." Sort of says, what makes you shit? What, what, what makes you think this will work? Because well, he couldn't see, he couldn't see our trip, our trip wise. So maybe this will work. Maybe instead of complaining, you'll help. And then he's like, okay. And the next scene is like all these guys in our tops and like just pulling up tree trunks. And I remember watching this as a kid, thinking, I'm never ever gonna be as in shape as any of those guys. <laughs> even as a 
even as a child, I knew that, well, I wasn't a child, I was like 18, but I knew I was never going to be in that sort of shape, and I was right. I don't know, what about, what's his chops with the, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, one of the fellas was a bit chubby. Who, Jesse Ventura? Like, no. Oh, he was wicked. Yeah, I know. I don't know who you're talking about, didn't mate. Oh, oh, mate, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for Predator on the shelf. Was he oh. the Was he the bald black guy who got shot in the head? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 mate. My, yeah. my physique's on the way to his. Yeah, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe at a push, but um, <laughs> you know, he was still badass though. Until yes, he was. Until he got shot in the head. Yeah. That bit was hard. That bit was hard. He's still in the movie Predator, which makes him cooler than me. Yeah. Straight away. I always loved that bit where, like, um, Apollo Creed's being a dick and, uh, he kind of fucks up and kind of falls down and looks slope and he gets back up and he's like, the guy leans in and goes, you're ghostless motherfucker. Do it again. I'll bleed you real quick. Leave you here. And just walks <laughs> off. I thought, awesome. Is, is Predator the one with the awesome, I ain't got time to bleed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I see I that, I'm like bleed. hooting and hollering. And there's number, he goes to his mate, he's like, man, this is some real shit. Yeah, lose it here, you're the world of hurt. You just, you just cannot write shit like that. People don't write shit like that anymore. It's no. just awesome. It's an awesome film. But, well, there's comics like that now, don't you? Like, yeah. Have you, have you read Sex Castle? Oh. <laughs> Sex No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Oh, do not. Do touching not, I'm touching you. Do not, <laughs> do not laugh. I have, we reviewed Sex Castle on Geek Syndicate. Ah, awesome. It is the best. If you love Predator and all those sort of 80s, it is the I'm, best I'm comic ever. I'm struggling to put the idea of predator and sex cat the word sex no 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 but, but <laughs> into the this, same this, this guy this guy he, he, he has he has like correct me if I'm wrong Dave does he have nunchucks which are also kind of like shotguns yes yes he does the gunchucks gunchucks yes. I mean yes. gunchucks my work is done <laughs> but why is oh, it called sex castle that's, oh, it's, it's his name it's his, his name, name. Is, is it Jake sex castle yeah it's his oh, name we were talking about names the other week, and I still can't quite get over the guy who used to be a member of um, FIFA, whose name is Tokyo Sex Whale. <laughs> what a fucking name. Oh, it's brilliant. Anyway, continue, no, Sex Castle. It's one of the... Yeah, that's a great name. But, um, no, Dave's right. Um, Sex Castle, you've got to pick that up. That is awesome. Um, we've done it again, and we've sort of leapt in and not told anyone who Dave is. Dave. We just started talking to him like he's our friend, which he is. He is. But he's also a person what needs an introduction. Well, other than the fact, yeah. he, other than the fact he's a South London villain. Yeah. Um, Dave, introduce yourself, sir, and, and <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I'm Dave. Uh, what do I do? I, I, I do comic-y type things, comical books. Uh, uh, at the moment, I'm doing a comic called 100 Warriors and 99 Ways to Die. Which you can find at 100warriors.com. Uh, I draw a comic called Spacescape, which is written by Ian Sharman, uh, which is currently on like a hiatus, uh, but will be back. Um, I do weekly illustrations for the podcast Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. So I get to draw the X-Men on a nice. weekly basis, but not for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for money? But it's good because I get to draw the, the 80s X-Men, like doing stuff that Marvel would never ask me to draw them doing, like role play. Right. <laughs> um, what else do I do? That 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 that'll do for me. That's that. I shout at people on Twitter. I'm horrible. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? It was really funny. I was just about to say, and you shout, you shout on Twitter. 
quite a lot. That's basically what I do. Yeah. And what, what's quite funny is every so often, like, your, your tweet will pop up just randomly shouting. And I'm like, what's Dave shouting about today? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, to try and trace oh, it back. I'm sorry. And it's, it's almost like if people watch Play School, it's almost like Play School back in the day. And it's like, we go through the round window, yeah, the square what's... window. What's Dave shouting about today? Is it the round window? The window. Yeah. <laughs> the rage window. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Look, I mean, to be honest, I started on Twitter. When I first started using Twitter, I was working in a job I really didn't like. And it was kind of my, my brain thing. But it does mean it, it still is that a bit. And, and also, I mean, look at the world right now. I can't help it. Mm. I think there's a lot of reasons to be quite angry about stuff. And, yeah. you know, I'm a South Londoner. This is what we do. <laughs> we shout at everyone, you know. To be fair, we did, we did it in North London as well, mate. It wasn't right, just down to you. Yeah. Well, there you go. See, I'm too timid to shout it on the internet. Because when I shout, I always shout about, like, really unimportant things. Like, I'll go on Twitter and have a rage about the fact that my bus was, like, four minutes late this morning or something. Like, ah, oh, fucking oh. cunty bus service. Prick. Fucking recycling. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but I never, like, because the thing is, I'm always scared. And I don't know if it's because I'm a woman or just because I'm a wuss or a bit of both, that I'm always constantly scared of internet backlash. <laughs> like, That's entirely fair. Yeah. yeah, especially. I mean, that, that's. I mean, that's one of the things I'm always shouting about. Is like, you know, I get because I get to shout about, you know, how how hard it is for women online because I'm not one. Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah. I can I can shout without. Like I've been targeted by GamerGate, but I only got like eighty or something like. Like it was only a weekend, you know. Whereas I know people who get it every day, like yeah. all day, every day, and yeah. So, but do you know what? This this should be a happy. Should <laughs> not talk about my rage. It it, sh- it should be no, but I, I'm always interested in, in like what makes people like angry. What what does it for you? What's what's doing it for you at the moment? And you know that we can talk about it like it's a cathartic experience. Yeah, and nothing keeps you awake like rage. Oh, that's, <laughs> that is very that's, that's more. I a rage come down later yeah. though, and I just nod off. So so comic wise, I'm not getting to all the political stuff because that does my nutting. Yeah. So um, comic wise, what's doing your nutting at the moment? Ooh. That's what I'm interested in. <laughs> oh my god! Like something is going on with my internet connection. You just turned into like how at the end of 2001. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. So, could you <laughs> could you say that again? Like because I comics wise were. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. <laughs> That's a reference I sort of get because I've half seen 2001. Yeah, I know. I, I, fell, know. I fell asleep in the cinema at it. Yeah. If, if you're anything like me, you've probably seen like six Animaniacs parodies of it. <laughs> Fucking hell, I love the Animaniacs. Uh, no, what, what I was... I go- still know Yakko's world off by heart. <laughs> Good. I really do. You're getting your second win now, aren't you? I am, yeah. No, um, no what I was going to say is, uh, what's comic-wise... What's doing your nutting at the moment? Uh, honestly, uh, the lack of, um, like, when I was a kid, right, you had, uh, Dwayne McDuffie writing at Marvel and DC, you had Chris Priest writing, like, big name books at Marvel and DC, you had, had, like, Mark Bright working on, like, Batman and Green Lantern, you had, like, there were a lot of people of colour working in comics, and now, there's, like, three writers of colour working, between Marvel and DC, they like Brian Stelfreeze is drawing Black Panther. That's amazing. Where the fuck has Brian Stelfreeze been? Why hasn't he had any work mm. in like how many years? Like what, Doug, Doug Braithwaite 
is one of the best. Oh, oh don't even England. start me on that. That's I love yeah. him. What what why isn't he working at the big two? I've never I've never understood that with Doug. Never got that. He's, he's like he's I like there, there was that whole thing where he did like breakdowns for Alex Ross to paint over. Now Alex Ross he's he's good with a brush. Now, but, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, but I would rather have seen Doug Braithwaite finishing those pages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there are so like we are at a point now where in terms of representation, in terms of you know, in terms of characters, where there's all this talk about oh more diverse representation in comics. But what really matters is hiring practices. And yeah. right now, go to conventions and behind those tables, it's whiter and blokier than it's been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at, at the big name signing tables. And that's not good. It's not how mm-hmm. it should be. That's what I'm angry about at the moment. Yeah, that's a good thing to be angry about. He's <laughs> <laughs> so difficult. No, well, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of one of them things that kind of not necessarily annoys me, but it's kind of like, Lots of, people, lots of people are being angry about these things at the moment, which is lovely and it's great. But these are the sort of things that, like, someone like me has had, like, well, pretty much all his life. So, you know, and it's, it's, it is great that everyone's, like, angry. Um, but it's, again, it's that thing of, like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's what we deal with on a daily basis. And it's kind of like, I, I, I physically cannot be that angry. I don't blame you. Um, all the time about things like that. And, and at the same time, I, you know, I, I, Dave and I often have this phrase, um, about things like this, which is kind of like a lot of people shout and scream about stuff, but then we actually sit down and go, what do you want? Yeah. A lot of the time, I'm not saying you, Dave, it's, it's not what I'm no, saying, but a lot, a lot of the people that I see online and stuff that are screaming for chance, screaming for these things. I'm kind of like, okay, but what is it you actually want? What do you want to happen? Not what's wrong. Yeah. What do you want to happen? What do you want to see change? And how do you want to see that happen? Where's what we need? We what we need? We need plans, okay? Not just people shouting, going, "This is wrong. This is bad." Which is why I don't do it. I don't do it because I haven't necessarily got a plan. I haven't got the answer, you know. But we but we need to start having people with answers. We need to start having people saying things and stuff like that. And um, you know, I. I just, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what the way forward is. I want to sort of go, well, maybe we need to have, um, is it, we need to have more people of colour, more sort of fighting more to, to get into these places. I don't know. I and mean, for then for loads of people to say, no, but we are there doing that. And no one's giving us the route in. I'm like, okay, is it that we need to have, um, DC and Marvel kind of going more, we need to be hiring more like, you know, people of colour, more women and stuff like that. Um, but then I have that whole thing of like, and I speak about this person and I have a personal experience about, of this, that it's really difficult because um, I don't want to feel like I've been given an opportunity because of the colour of my skin. I want to feel that oh. I've been given the opportunity. But that's what people are asking for at the same yeah. time, you know. So that's where it's, it's, it's a real, it's it a real really fine difficult. line because it's all lovely to sort of go, we need to, you, what you need to do, you need to be actively going out and going, right, you're a black guy, you're good, come and work for us. But I, what I want you to be doing is not even think, is... Yes, it's to going, be, hey, it's you're to be, good, come yeah, work for us. It's to be thinking, it's, it sounds a bit stupid, but it's to be thinking it, but not saying it. Um, and going out there and going, you know what, Dougie Braveheart, you're good, mate, come and work for us. Not, Dougie Braveheart, you're good, then putting that press release going, yep, now we're doing diversity, we've now yeah. got Dougie Braveheart yeah. working for us, we've got a black, whatever, we've got this, we've got that. That is my problem. 
I is... have a similar problem with the, the whole gender parity thing. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years ago when Paul Cornell did yeah, that panel parity thing that he was yeah. suggesting. And I love Paul Cornell. Like, he's a top-notch dude. Mm. We've had some really good chats together. But when he put that that blog post together about standing down from panels that weren't 50-50 parity or as close to as possible, you know, based on odd or even yeah. numbers or whatever, um, and, and replacing them with, with a lady from the crowd, I got so cross because I, I thought, first of all, if I'm, if I'm going to a panel to see comic writers or, or artists talk about a particular theme, I want the people on that panel to actually know what the fuck they're talking about. So if Paul Cornell's been invited onto it, I imagine he's got some fairly good insights I'm going to want to know about. But also, if I was the woman that he'd offered, like, oh, I'm going to step down. Do you want to come up here? I'd be like, oh, thanks, Mr. White Knight. Uh, thanks for this opportunity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it sounds like I'm being an asshole about it, but I would rather be invited onto a panel in the first instance because... I'm knowledgeable about the subject. They think I'll do a good job and I won't, like, you know, I'll have a good time and I'll do a good job. I don't want to be invited onto a panel because I've got a vagina. Yeah. And and, and the thing is as well, it's a difficult thing. It's like, you know, um, again, we don't talk about it much and, and we can talk now because it's late at night, you know. <laughs> but Dave and I, through our life, have worked incredibly hard to to battle... Um, stuff like this and we don't talk about it a lot on the podcast but we've seen a lot of things at, in, in, as doing Geek Syndicate not just being in our ordinary life as black guys we've had stuff stopped by the police all these we've, I told stories earlier about that you know but from a geek perspective we've encountered situations where if we're not being interviewing someone and the first thing is like literally people saying to us and I've said this before like I didn't know there were black geeks to our faces like that's okay you know, and we just, and we, and we laugh it off because you live with it. So you laugh it off and you just go, oh, whatever, you know, um, or being invited. And I remember we got invited to a particular, um, uh, party and I can say it now because, um, Dave Bradley doesn't work anymore because I love Dave Bradley. He was the editor of SFX. Um, and we got invited to the, um, SFX, one of their, um, I think it's one of the anniversary parties. Um, because we know the SFX guys. When we walked in, the amount of people that looked at us as if to say, what are you doing there? Was incredible. Um, we've also done a lot of things for Geeks in it. We've walked into places where we've actually walked past to go in and people have called us back to say, excuse me, who are you? Whereas other people have just walked through, walked through, and we've had to go back and go with Geeks in and explain who we are and stuff like that. Um, situations where people have thought we, we were serving staff and things Oof. like that. So, but we don't talk about that on the podcast because that's not what Geek Syndicate is and that's not what the podcast is. It's mm. not what we do. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not, uh, you know, sure. we, we, we choose, we choose how to fight our battles in our own way and that's not through the podcast. We choose it the way we carry ourselves and the way we live our lives and the way we present ourselves. That's what we do, you know? Um, and so, for me, it's sometimes not belittling when people are kind of going like, you guys, you need to be on a panel. I'll get you on this panel. Like, no, fucker. I'll get myself on a fucking panel. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've got myself onto panels because I've stepped up and put my hand up and gone, do you know what? I want to be on, I, I feel I could add something to go on that panel. But what's happened is nine times out of 10, when I've been approached to be on the panel, it's been for a diversity panel. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. But there's other panels I could perhaps be on to talk yeah. about rather yeah. than just sticking me on a like, diversity panel. Pulp Adventure panel. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know. You're known for knowing about. Yeah. yeah. A writing yeah. panel. A writing so, panel yeah. or, or a podcast panel or, you know, we've got this great, and don't get me wrong, you know, the, the diversity panels that I've been on 
were really cool and really, and I enjoyed doing them. Yeah. But then I, uh, next time I got offered one, I turned it down because I said, I, I, you know, you've not asked me to do anything else. Yeah. And, I, and there's, there's others, if you, if you look at me, there's other things that I could perhaps talk about, you know, um, and, and sometimes that is difficult, but it's, it's, that's the struggle with the battle. It's, it's what we do. Um, and I, I very much believe it's about the way you carry yourself and stuff like that. So it, it is difficult. So when you do have loads of people going, how bad it is and stuff like that on, on Twitter and stuff like that. And, and without being bad about it, I'm trying to be not bad about it. It's, it's all it, best intentions in the world. It's all white people saying these things a lot of the time. And I, and I'm, and I'm kind of like, it's, uh, Everyone's suddenly surprised that like, I didn't even know it's happened. Well, I know it's happened. It's always happened. It's not a shocker. A lot of the stuff that goes on isn't a shocker. A lot of the stuff without getting really political that's going on in America and that stuff, it's not a shocker. That's always gone on. The difference is now with social media, we, we, we've got a platform that people are able to talk about and report on it. That's the difference is, is that there's more ways that people can get the information out there. But that shit's always been going on. I'm sorry. It's not a sudden thing. Everyone... Everyone's sort of been going, the world's gone to shit today, but I'm like, and I'm now getting coarse because I've been drinking. The world hasn't gone, you know, that sort of shit with racism, that hasn't gone, that's not just something that's just happened this year. That shit was happening when I was a kid. I just tell funny stories about it now because I've got, I'm older now and I can look back on it as a funny story. But at the time, it wasn't. That's just the way it was, you know, and the way you got, you got around it was you just go, oh, it's just how it is, isn't it? You laugh about it. Um, but I've also known that like, I know that if I want to get somewhere, you know, there are some times where I do have to work that much harder and that much whatever, be smarter and all the rest of it. But you know what? Fuck it. I'll still do that because, you know, I believe in what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing. And I think that actually the life that I have now, which is what I think some people do forget, certainly it's kind of, the life that I have now compared to the life that my parents had is world better. Mm. Like, worlds better. When I sit down, when I used to sit down with my parents, God rest them, when I sit down with my parents and they, and they told me what their life was like when they came to this country compared to my life now. Yeah. On Twitter, someone might call me a black bastard and that's not happened. Um, touch wood, you know, but that might happen. People spat out my mum, you know, all your people talk about Brexit and, you know, go back and people saying to go back to their country, which is horrible. That is horrible, but people spat on my mum. My mum would go to play, my parents would go to places to try and get accommodation and there would be the signs like, you know, no, no, no Irish, no dogs, no blacks, you know, that's that. And that was their reality. That wasn't a kind of like, if we go to a particular place, that's what happens. That was a standard reality for them. And they dealt with that to give kind of people like me and Dave a better life. So from my perspective, how dare I? complain that my life is a little bit hard well actually I have a lot more opportunities than they ever had so do you know what I'm going to fucking suck shit up and crack on you know and and we're in a situation now where like I can I can publish a book in in Waterstone they can stick it on the shelf and on that front cover is a black guy that would never happen in my parents time so yes there's a lot of bad stuff going on there is a lot of horrible stuff going on but also as well there's a lot of stuff which happens that that people kind of take for granted that would never have happened before, you know? And I think we have to sort of also embrace that as well as, you know, deal with the kind of negative stuff that's going on. But there's a lot of good, positive stuff. And I think sometimes that kind of stuff gets lost. And I think when we, we're doing like podcasts and doing syndicate and stuff like that, that's why we try 
for the most part to keep the fun element. We could, I could, we could spend every, every episode when we could turn sync it into that kind of show, which is like, we're going to talk about social issues. We're going to talk about this one, but that's not, we, we, Dave and I talk about that when we don't record. Mm. You know, when, when we record Geek it's about us talking about fun stuff. It's about us having fun and having a laugh. And hopefully when people listen, they have a laugh as well. Yes. Yeah, so every so often we get a little bit deep because sometimes we get so angry that we do get a little bit deep about certain things, certain things you can't ignore. But most of the time, it's about having fun and it's about showing people that actually it's just about having fun and enjoying what we do and enjoying enjoying being a geek, which I think is the one thing that I think sometimes we're starting to lose a little bit. Certainly with social media, we're kind of losing that enjoyment of being a geek. We're just um, criticising the fuck out of it and, and not enjoying what was what was actually good about what actually brought us all together in the first place. Um, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> No, but do you know what? Like, like, I've just been sitting here nodding all the way through. <laughs> like, it's good to hear you saying all of that. I mean, I, I really, I, I mean, I have, you know, you know, I've got a huge amount of respect for you and Dave, I think, Harry, <laughs> right? Um, and I think, like, you said a, a lot of, like, everything you just said is, like, hugely valid and important. Like, what you're saying about in America, yeah, nothing's changed. It's just now there's cameras. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but you're also right to say about pro- that there is progress. I mean, the thing that I try and do specifically with the comics thing, you know, because I mean, I'm a white guy, you know, and as you say, like, it's all white people saying all this, you know, and getting, and complaining and getting up in arms. The thing that I try and do that seems like the most positive thing to do is, I, you know, I do shout and I complain, but I try to highlight, try to at least point people in the direction of, there are so many people of colour out there making amazing comics mm-hmm. and making amazing, and even some of them at the big two, but on like lower tier titles. Like, yeah. So there are, there are plenty of great writers that they could have got to do Black Panther. And Tanahasi Coates, I mean, or Coates, I think it might be finished, but I mean, he's an amazing writer, but he's not a comic book writer. He's from, like, why did they have to go outside of the industry? Yeah. But, you know, that said, they got him. They, that at least it is a black writer. But like, why? Uh, why is David F. Walker doing like Nightwalk, their knockoff Batman from a from an alternate universe, right? Which I mean, it's a great book. It's a really good book. I strongly recommend Nighthawk. It's drawn by um Villalobos. It's a really good comic. But why is he doing that and not? And when like they're getting like TV writers to come in and write Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like, he's a comic book writer with years of experience writing lauded award-winning comics and they're putting him on, like, these low-tier books. And to me, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I, cause I look at it and I just see there is an imbalance going on. There is a clear, like, people that used to, you know, where there used to be a more diverse mix. And how is that? How is it worse now than it was in the 80s? How does that make any sense at all? Like, had the, and, and that's on a gender level as well. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of just sheer numbers, and I know exactly what you mean about it, you don't want to feel like you're getting a job because of your race, but you shouldn't be missing out on one for that reason either. No, and, no. And, and there's got to be a point where you look at the... You can't tell me the only people qualified to write eight-list Marvel books are white dudes. <laughs> you just can't tell me that. I like the mostly bald. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <is that about? laughs> I mean, you've got that going for you, Barry. 
Like, well, yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story actually. And I've, again, I seem to see doing this a lot today. I haven't told anyone the story. Um, I was at, I think it was, um, Port Bubble and I don't write, I don't write comics. You know, I, I write prose, but yeah. I, obviously I've worked with comic people to do spin-offs for my stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was approached by, um, someone from 2000 AD. I won't say it, it was, cause I don't want to sort of, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not even a name of shame at all when it's, when you hear this story. And he said to me, um, I really think you should pitch something. It's 2018. I think, you know, I think we could use, you know, your, your stuff. I think we could really, whatever. And I didn't do it because I was terrified because I was kind of, I don't write comics. I don't do scripts. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and then there was that part of me that thought I've really like, I really should have at least given it a go, you know, but what I loved about that was there was no, like, you know, I feel we need to get a few more black guys. It, it just, that, that conversation yeah. never, in my mind, it was just, and it's someone that I've known for oh, quite hi, a while. Oh, you're a black guy. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. You know, yeah. It, do you know what I mean? It, but the converse, because I know who it was, and I don't want to say the guy, you know, I knew it wasn't coming from that point of view. It was coming from a guy who knew me. He was like, you know what? I reckon you should give it a go. And I, I know, I, again, I can't say who he is, but he was someone that would have been in a position to actually do something mm. about it for yeah. me, you know, and, uh, and I kind of chickened out with it. Um, but what I took away from it was that that's the sort of conversations that I want to have. That's what I want is someone coming yeah. up to me like that point of view. But my, my worry with things like with DC and Marvel is when it does happen, it's then a big news release, it's a big press release that goes out to entertainment tonight. Yeah. Look how great, look how great we are. And that's the problem that I have that's with their it. That's deal right now. That's what they've yeah. been doing, isn't it? They're, they're yeah. marketing themselves as a progressive company. But then that's why I get angry because they're marketing themselves as a progressive company. And I mean, what I'm, what I think, and you know, I'm in a position where I don't have a comics career, so I can say this and screw myself, I guess. But it looks to me like it's not a case of I want them to start doing, you know, positive discrimination or however you want to put it. Mm. Like the way it looks to me is they are doing, they are being discriminatory at the moment. Like I, because I do, like I say, they're only if they're only putting white people on the top tier books, that's. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And for the last 10 years, last 15 years, like, that doesn't make any sense. There's never been a black woman writing at Marvel Comics. Never. Like, now how does that make any sense? Like, it doesn't, like, oh, like, that does, that, that, I don't see how that happens at a company with that level of output that's been going for that long without it being a case of we're not interested in hearing that voice. See, Mark. Yeah, see, my, my thing is when people talk about positive discrimination, I, because you've got the word discrimination in it, for me, that loses it. For, for me, that's just my yeah. personal thing. I, I mean, I don't like the term either. So, so for me, it's about conversations you have behind closed doors. So when Dave and I, so Dave and I were asked, asked to put together the panels for the ICE convention last mm. year, and because we hosted a load of the panels, and I would probably say to go and look at the panels and, 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 and the lineup of the panels and that will kind of tell you something about the conversations that Dave and I had. But we never announced anything. We just did it. And but the thing was is the people that we picked were still relevant to the panels that we organized. Right. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Those people you know, every one of the people that every one of the people that we picked for those panels deserved to be on those panels. Right. Yeah. You know, um, but there's no, there was no fanfare. There was no look at us, whatever. That's just how we did it because that's how we decided to do it. And we could probably pick maybe from a wider pool because we knew of other people. 
Yeah. You know, um, like I was desperate to get Corey Brotherston and, and Yomi involved and whatever, because I know they're fantastic creators and I know how they are. Not just that, I know they're, they're brilliant talkers on panels. So I know they would have been really good. It's just that, you know, things didn't sync up or whatever. Um, and, and Shane Chebsney, who kind of organizes Iskovich and is absolutely brilliant. I won't have a bad word said against him because he will sit with us. He sat with us and we really talked them through with him and stuff like that. Um, but my, my problem with a lot of these things is when people do things, they then put up their hands like they're asking for a fucking medal. And that's my problem. That, that, and, and that, and that's why if you want to do parody and things like that, just don't, then just fucking do it. But don't, don't talk about it. Don't attract attention to it because yeah. actually people aren't stupid. There's people, no need for fanfare. Yeah, there's no need for fanfare. People will draw their own conclusions. <laughs> yeah. And they will go, that's brilliant. People don't deserve a Blue Peter badge just for being a decent fucking human being. Yeah, but, but, but it's not even that now, David. I think it's just that fact that people will, will recognize it for themselves. But I think, and, and, the, and when you do it, the people that get up, you always, you're always going to get people that get up in arms for something like that. Yeah. So when you, when you, when you put out a pressure to say we're going to have a female for, you, you know, when you do that, you're going to get, oh, yeah, they'll just come down you like a ton of bricks. But if you just do it, and I'm not saying like you're doing it as some sort of sneaky thing, but if you just do it as part of your standard, this is what we're doing. This is what yeah. I'm saying. Like any they, other title, well, yeah. you know, it's like this this series of issues for is going to be like a woman and just crack on with it. That's what I was saying earlier about Ghostbusters, wasn't it? I felt like they specifically went out to find four women and it didn't matter to them who those women were as long as they were women. Like, because they wanted to make a women, like a lady Ghostbusters, that's what this movie was. Mm. Whereas if they'd have just announced, oh, we're making a new Ghostbusters, these are the four. Yeah. And if it had been those four women, I'd have been like, oh, cool. Because I've got nothing against female Ghostbusters at all. In fact, I think I would have loved as a kid for there to have been at least one of them be a woman, because then it would be like, ah, women can do awesome, cool stuff too. Uh, well, I think, but, you know, the thing is as well, with the kind of like, like with the, I mean, like the race bending stuff, um, I, my, my view of it, and I know what people say as well, and, I always kind of say, well, you know, I want to see, um, original, uh, characters who also happen to be people of color yeah. rather, rather than black characters. Just, just original characters also happen to be people of color rather than like hand me down characters. And I know what people say is like, oh yeah, but then people aren't going to invest in them and, and whatever, whatever. But then I was talking to someone about stuff today. I was like, you know what? You, if I tend to follow now, I don't follow characters so much. I used to back in the day. But now I tend to follow creators, yeah. you know, um, rights and arts and stuff. So you know what? You you give me a person of colour or female or female character or whatever, and you put on a kick-ass creative team that I would personally follow whatever they did. Just the proof, the proof that, that people won't buy new characters thing is bollocks, right? Mm-hmm. Ms. Marvel. Right? Yeah. Because yep. Ms. Marvel was never an A-list character. Like, when it was Carol Danvers as Ms. Marvel, never an A-list character. That book never sold a lot. Like, and when, and even now that she's Captain Marvel, that it's critically acclaimed. It's a great comic. It's sometimes a great comic, depending on mm-hmm. creative teams and stuff, but it doesn't sell gangbusters. But mm-hmm. Ms. Marvel, huge. Like, especially digitally with, and with like teenage readers. That's a really successful comic book. Who the fuck, who, how many teenagers have heard of Ms. Marvel, right? What it is, is that is it's a good comic made by a really good creative team with a, mm-hmm. a lead that people can identify with. And mm-hmm. it's not about name. Like, 
we talk about, oh, it needs to be a name that people recognise. Yeah, because, oh yeah, because in 1990, everyone was already aware of fucking Iron Man. Like, do you know what I mean? Until Robert yeah. Downey Jr. was Iron Man, no one knew who Iron Man was. They thought it was a Black Sabbath song. <laughs> do you know, but it's, it's all of, like, hype is all it takes. All you have to do is actually market a thing. And hey, presto, it does well. Yeah. Like, but but also, also as well, I think market it in the right way. Oh yeah, of course. And so when you look at sort of the new sort of Iron Man, all the headlines is Iron Man is now a fifteen-year-old black girl, but still written by a middle-aged white dude. You know, I'm not even bothered. I'm not even bothered about Dave. That that yeah, Dave well, because because for me, to a certain extent, I say this as a someone. You know, I write yeah. white. I write characters who are white and black and Asian and whatever. So you should be able to. Oh, it's not feel that free bad. as a writer. It's, it isn't that. I think my, you know, just be, I don't think that just because someone's writing, I'm only happy to be a black fifteen year old. Therefore, it should be a black person writing. What my what my problem is is the way that they market it. Is that that is they market it as, as if that is the selling point. Well, that's my problem. Yeah. Well, they want a cookie for making a fiction for making a fictional black character, but they don't want to actually give any money to a real black person. That's my issue. Like it's, yeah. it's a trick. It's like a, uh, it's a really sort of basic thing. It's like, so it's not, it's not that I don't think a middle-aged white guy should be writing a teenage black girl. It's a case of you want, you want to be able to say, look how progressive we are because we've got a, a, this character. But the people making the money, the people getting paid to do that thing are only middle-aged white dudes. Also as well, I mean, my thing is, I, and again, I say this as a black guy. Jesus, yeah. when people think of diversity, diversity is not just black and white. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, and it's not just male or female. And I think that's what kind of annoys me is like, there's a whole other, and I've seen on forums people sort of go, like, literally go to like other black people that are kicking off going, well, it's all right for you. You're laughing because like, at least you're getting some representation. We're getting zero. Yeah. You know. Welcome to the world of an asexual. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's true, you know, but you're, you know, but there's all, I, I, do you I, I get no. no. Comic book artist, Ramon, he's a, like, not only is he an amazing artist, right, but he's, he's one of the best people you can follow on Twitter. He's so funny, right? Um, and he's Mexican. And he has this thing he calls the Villalobos test. Cause you know, like the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. Like, are there two, are there two named female characters who have a conversation about something other than a man? That's the Bechdel. Right? He has his own test for movies, the Mexican, the, no, the, uh, the Villalobos test, which is, is there a Mexican in this movie? Mm-hmm. That's it. At all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole test. Right. And so he, I mean, he's so excited for, for like Suicide Squad because it's got like three. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so that, I mean, that, that goes to what you were just saying. Well, he, and if it, he also, gonna... he often posts cast photos for Marvel movies and it'd be like a picture of a puppet. puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to follow him. Well, the, and the thing is, that's, I mean, you know, and that is difficult, difficulty because, you know, if, when you when you sit down to go right, if you sit down to sort of go right, I'm gonna try and care for everyone. You're gonna you're gonna be there like for the rest of your life trying to care for everyone. So you know there has to be a kind of cut off point. But you you also got to be realistic in yourself and sort of go what am I what am I doing? You know. So when for me when I write um my stories, for me it's about reflecting the world around me. And I I've been quite lucky and was quite blessed in the fact that I know people from a lot of different backgrounds. So. I've tended to sort of go, well, for me, I, I would not, not write that. Yeah. You know, yes, yes, there's a lot, there are characters in there that are, you know, I've got a, a few characters in that are black, but it's not a, 
I have to stress this when I sometimes go to people and go, it is not a black book. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what a black book is, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's not, but it's a book that reflects the world. It just so happens that, you know, some of the main characters are black people, you know, but it's a, you know, the, but the main, you know, one of the main driving characters is, is dual heritage. He's, you know, he's, he's Japanese and he's, he's British, you know, um, and, and, and probably more, I've done that a bit more in the second book, but, I'm sure people could pick me up and things go, well, this isn't accurately correct. Well, like, well, I don't care. I've told you what the nationality is. You can work it out from there. You know, and, and, you know, I suppose my thing is, is that I'm trying. I might not necessarily be succeeding, but I'm giving it a go. But for me, it's about reflecting the world I live in. The world that I, I inhabit is a mixed world of different people. That's not everyone's world. You know, people like to think that, but that's not everyone's world. There's people that I know that their only world is just, for the most part, they're black people. There's, there's people that I know where for the most part, the other world is like just white people. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't necessarily consider me a friend, you know, and, and, and that's the pool that you draw from. I'll tell you what, mate, like I grew up in Peckham. I now live in Brighton. Like I know what you're like. It is, it's a bit of a revelation realizing, oh my God, some people just live in, yeah, they really they just never interact outside of their own demographic. Like, yeah, sorry. But then I, I didn't until I left London. Okay. Really? You know, until I sort of left. When I went to Northampton, that was the making of me because that really opened my eyes to like other people, other people's attitudes and opinions and different ways of looking at things. Um, and it really made me kind of challenge myself, um, and, and the way I sort of view things. So, you know, I think it is, there's always like a learning curve. There's always more to sort of learn and stuff. And it's not, it's, all, it's not always as clear cut as people like to think it is. No, um, nothing's clear cut. Every, like that, that's one of the downsides of the way stuff goes on the internet, isn't it? There's, yeah. there's always new ends to these things, and it's always more complicated than people want to make. They want to, and I, and I, I genuinely do not know, especially with DC and Marvel, because they're the guys at the front of it. Hmm. I, 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 I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know how um, they go about solving it. I think they need to admit they've got a problem. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I think that's, that's number one. Yeah. But, so, it's, I mean, I was, do you know what? I was all hyped to be, like, funny. Like, I was <laughs> getting ready to be on this. I was like, right, uh, I can't be, like, professional and, and deep. Like, you've had, you know, I'm following Kelly Thompson and I'm screwed, right? I've got to come on, be comedy, <laughs> comedy guests. Uh, you know, and, uh, bloody hell, we've brought the mood down, haven't we? No, I don't no, think so. I think, I, I think, I think we've, we've done some important, powerful work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what I think, I think what, the fact I, is, you just, you just don't know what you're going to get when you come on. Either you're going to get comedy or you suddenly we just get all deep. And that's yeah. what I found. Sometimes we've had a whole hour of just laughing, joking. Yeah. And you've had a whole hour of like this proper like introspection. Into it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what though, Barry, I do, I'm, I'm really happy to get you, to hear you talking about this stuff. Like, so you were saying like you don't talk about it on the podcast and everything. It's really, it's good to hear that because I'm always shouting about it. And, and yeah, I, I'm a big fat white man. You know, I, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's important to hear the other perspective and to hear like, you know. But also, I think also as well is, um, you know, I, I, I won't shout about that on Geek Syndicate, but it's mm. like, believe me, Dave and I shout about it on a daily basis to each other, but we, but we make a conscious decision. And sometimes we both have to ring each other. There's a matter of times I've rung Dave to say, don't respond to that. Um, okay. Facebook thing. We, we talk each other off ledges. You see, the whole side of me and Dave that people don't see where we have to talk each other off ledges where we don't get involved in stuff where I'm not going to get involved in it because there is no right answer. Yeah. 
And me just coming in and just screaming and shouting is just not gonna, it's not gonna solve anything. And I'd rather not add to the noise. You know, I'd rather kind of add to trying to detract from it. And, um, you know, like I said, my, one of the things my oldest brother said to me once was like, I never ever forgot it was, um, he went into IT and that's the reason I went into IT. And one of the things he said to me was like, Barry, like, you're going to find that in this industry, wherever you go, nine times out of 10, you're going to be the only black person there. And he was, he was right for, for a significant amount of time of my working life. And he said, you're going to be an ambassador and you have to remember that you might not like that and you might think it's unfair, but that's the way it is. If you fuck up, you're just going to, a lot of people remember you as the black guy who fucked up. And when the next black black guy comes along, that's how he will be tarred. So you've got, and you always had this thing about remembering about the guy who comes afterwards. And it's something that is kind of stayed with me. And Dave has a say, and it's this whole thing we don't talk about on the podcast. And I'm never going to, I'm not going to talk about on the podcast, but Dave has this thing as well, where he says like, um, we stand, you know, Dave and I, he sort of says his thing where he sort of says, we stand on the, we stand on the shoulder of giants. And, and, and for us, it's our, it's our, our parents and our sort of parents' parents. And we know that the, the sacrifices that they've made to give us the life that we've got now. Um, and, um, and which is why we, we have behaved in the way we have with, with Git Syndicate. It's, it's been quite a deliberate thing not to go too far down that rabbit hole. Um, I've, I've talked about it on, on panels and stuff. That's a bit different, but on the podcast, it's just, it's, it's a different thing where we're trying to do something different there. So that's why we don't do it. Um, yeah, but it's good to hear it. Like it's in, and, but also, like that's what I'm, what I meant, like what I said earlier about, I shout about the abuse women get because I get to be able to because I don't get any abuse. Likewise, if you, I get where you're coming from saying you don't necessarily You've chosen, or you have chosen not to do that, but someone's got to shout about it. Like, yeah, but I think the thing, is, the thing is though, Dave, what, what it, I think was one thing that you like you say, someone's got to shout about it, but someone's also got to live it. And, 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 and the thing is, it's, it's like we've, we've made, we've changed, we've changed things. We've made changes that people haven't realized that they've been changed by just the fact they've been involved with us. They haven't realized that. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. I know we're running over time, but I'll tell you this quick story and that will kind of um, signify this, which I don't really tell. But when I was at university, um, I remember my, uh, first night at university, two, two story thing, first night at university, the whole time I was there, um, we went out, a load of us uh, in the house went out to a club and the whole time we were there, um, I got asked if I, if I could score drugs off me the whole time I was there. Right. Now, when I lived in Tottenham, I was considered a geek. Everyone knew I was a kind of geek. I never once, no one once came up to me to ask to buy weed of me from that because they could look at me and go, no, <laughs> you know, whereas literally because I was like the only black guy in this place, like it was like drug guy, go team, got your drugs in your mouth. So no, I've, I don't even do drugs. I've not done drugs, you know, and uh, one of the guys that was living in the um, house of us, it's the first time we went out. I didn't really know him well. He was massive six foot dude birthmark down one side of his face from somerset so i was quite terrified of him that first night came up to me and said um he said i guess you get that a lot and i said no only here and we kind of laughed and joked about it and that guy later became my best man at my wedding so you know but then um the latest story was his dad came up to see us um never forget um 
brought up a five gallon barrel of scumpy cider. We got drunk and everything was great. Fantastic times. I thought his dad was brilliant. Loved his dad. I found out uh, probably about four months later that his dad used to be like card carrying racist. Okay. Right? So it's an important thing to remember. His dad. And um, it started to go through a little bit of a change because the lady at the time was kind of educating him and stuff like that. Because his only perception of black people, well, anyone who wasn't white was the media. That was Because he hadn't met anyone. That was his only perception. And then he met me. Yeah. And it completely shattered. The perception that he'd been given was just shattered when he met me. And Ian waited for a long time to tell me that. And then he kind of told me that. And I saw his dad, like, you know, last year at Ian's, uh, Ian's wedding and stuff. And I love his dad. We still, we get really well. And I know, I, knowing this, we get really well because what that tells me is, A, it reminded me of what my brother said about you're an ambassador. You need to think about where you go and, and how you are. But also with what happened to his dad, it kind of showed me that people are capable of change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, people are, ca- are capable to be educated and they can change. But you've got to be willing to kind of allow that to happen. And, and sometimes people's prejudices are, have been handed to them, either handed down to them or, um, been given to them by the media. And that, that can be challenges. Other people that are just fucked up and that's never going to happen. And I accept that. But there's other people that you can do something about. And that's where Dave and I live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's where we live. And we're not, we're not shouting. We're not going. This is what we know what's wrong. We know what's wrong, but that's where we do our stuff. When we go to places where there are only two black guys, that's where we do our stuff. Because when we leave, people remember us. It's an amazing thing we do. Do you know what I mean? So you're right in one respect. Someone's got to shout, but we shout. We just do it quietly. <laughs> but that's not to say we ain't shouting. We just do it in our own way. Does that make sense? Walk softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. 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 No, it, totally. Yeah. No, I, look, I, I said it before. Like, I think you guys are awesome. Like, I'll, I, I'll get I'll get off my soapbox now and pour myself a drink. Again. <laughs> got all, I got all proper. Sorry, sorry. Apologies. I get all of it. Whatever. Right. Uh, you, you probably want to get rid of me now, didn't you? You got, got like, uh, like a. <laughs> Quite put it that way. Like you've got, you've got Jenny Gilbert. We have, and Lee, we are going to get reviewed, but not for the reasons that you think. Yeah, I need to. I need to message her first because um, I need to make sure that she's actually there. there. Uh, because apparently she needed a shit almost immediately before this, so, you know. Nice. I've, I've needed a piss since about two minutes before we started. <laughs> Such inopportune bladder time. Oh, just so, so many lightweights. I think there's something about Skype. Like, oh, you're you so know, I, I, To be fair, I've been drinking since 11 o'clock this morning. Mm. You know, you've got to give me some... No, you, no, no, fair, no, fair juice, mate. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been lovely talking to you. Shall I? Shall I just? Shall I hang up? Or what? <laughs> well, Jen, Jen, love, right? what? do you? Yeah, well, what I was going to say was, do you want to tell people where to find all your wares yes. and self? Well done, Stace. Okay. Um, oh, well, uh, uh, okay. Uh, so, one hundred warriors dot com. That's one hundred warriors. Ninety nine ways to die. Okay. That's my current thing. Uh, SpaceScapeComic.co.uk, I think, is where you find Spacescape. Uh, Ian looks after that website, so I forget. Uh, uh, J.M. Miles Explain the X-Men is at explainthexmen.com. It's, but it, there's no E on the front of that, so explain. Yeah, see what we did there? Again. Okay. Well. Nice, uh, lovely. And, uh, and Twitter, I'm David Wynn on Twitter. I'm David Wynn everywhere. I'm on, I'm on all of them. All of the social media things. I only really use Twitter. Like, I've got a Deviant art. I haven't looked at it in like four or five years. I, I, I dread to think what's on there. <laughs> yeah, I, 
that's that's it. There you go. That's me. Oh, particlefiction.bigcartel.com. That's my shop. Buy my stuff. I need your money. All right. <laughs> Oh, but <laughs> today, don't do it today. Because we today need your money. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, do I hang up? That no, that's fine. We'll say goodbye to you. Yeah, 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 yeah she'll just cut you off. No, uh, uh, yeah, no, thanks, Dave. It's awesome. And actually, it's, it's sometimes it's good to kind of... Have a soapbox round. Yeah, have a soapbox <laughs> round. Has it, it perked you up a bit? Are you, are you feeling, yeah. you feeling good? Uh, you guys can do. I've done a twenty-four. I've got to say, right? yeah. And the last, the last stretch is actually it's not so bad. It's the middle that gets hard. You guys will be fine. Well, to be fair, Barry's looking amazing. Like I've been yeah, sort of up, up and down since about ten o'clock. I've been like, oh no, I'm going to sleep. Oh no, no, it's cool. I'm awake. Oh no, no, I'm going back to sleep. But Barry's just looking like Barry, solid. Barry always looks like he's ready to take on an, like, an army, isn't he? Like, he's yeah, suave, poised. It's, yeah. my, it's in my job description. Do you know what I mean? It's what I do. It's where I live. It's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. All right. See you later. Take care, matey. Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Got some off in the middle of the bar. Right, I'm going to call these. Are you nodding off there, dude? No. No, I was going to say you're looking pretty cool. Yeah. Sky. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Oh, God. Good evening. Oh, I think it's technically morning now. I'm gonna... Gentlemen. Uh, gentle ladies. I'm so going to have to top up my whiskey now. I just... Go yeah. and get that fucking whiskey because I'm here. Oh, you now haven't noticed. Really? Never would have, never would have guessed. <laughs> And you are also like uh, twenty minutes late on our. Yeah, sorry, I, I got all serious and got in the soapbox. Apologies. Well, no, we also sort of semi need to blame Kelly Sue for being too awesome for us to tell her to shut up. Yes, <laughs> she ran like twenty minutes over because we were just like goggly heart she, she, eyes no, into no, the microphone. Literally, she was awesome. She needs yeah. to do stand up comedy because well, I would I would pay the shit to more. go and see her. I, she just needs to talk more on all I things. didn't listen to, to that one. I, I don't know if I was away somewhere or something. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to have a look at that later. Yeah, no. That, online. Yeah, that was good. It was good. Was good. It's all been good. Yeah, Everyone's it? been better than me. It's a bit just depressing. <laughs> well, to be- I'm really scared because everyone's been really nice and good and like coherent and sober and like lovely. And then we're here and we're just gonna be drinking out of ginger grass glasses and talking about shits and stuff. That's all good. I've, I, I've not been sober for at least the last couple of hours. And I've already talked about shits for a while. Yeah, so. you have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Barry. Yes. We need to have a talk. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. What do okay. you need? Okay. I need somehow for us to swap blankets. Because <laughs> I think that you are you are not human. You are like I don't know. You He's are like camel man. No. <laughs> Do you know what? I've just realised what you've. I've just realised what you asked me. I actually thought you said, "Can we swap ladders?" And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I get. I, I guess we can. Clever like superhero name for someone with an amazing bladder, but my drunk brain is just like no. 
Don't even go there. Splatter man. Splatter boy. You reach for a guy. Splatter <laughs> boy. Or oh, bladder bee. Uh, oh, no, it's still... <laughs> Bladder so bad. Go to Bladder B. I don't know. No. Um, now you're all making me need to piece for God's sake. So you're going again? Yeah, I am. Oh, wow. How many, how how many times have you been? Yes. I think I've been twice. Twice? In what? 16? <laughs> no, um, 17 hours. Oh my God. I have to go like every other hour. No, I, I've I avoided I avoided conversation, ninjas training, bit like Batman Begins, but with bladders. Um, <laughs> you know, what else can I say? I'm lazy. That's what it is. I do want to go to the toilet, but I can't be asked, and that's what happens for me nine times out of ten. This is why it t- I don't go to the toilet that often because I cannot be asked. It's not because like it's some sort of magic trick. It's just like I can't be asked. Basically, if I had that attitude, I would be sitting in my own piss and shit right now. Because I also, like, I, I can't be asked, but if I don't get up, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to soil myself. No, but I, I, li- I will literally wait to that stage where I think, if I don't get up now, I will literally piss myself. Okay, I'll go now. But, that's, um, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. you. You don't want to be doing that. It's very bad for your kidneys. You'll, yeah, you'll li- listen to Dr. Lili. Lili knows <laughs> everything about medicines. I know all the things about bladders. And he's the one who's the only sober person here. So yeah. we need to listen to him. Yeah. He knows <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I know it's, I know it's not a particularly good thing to do, but I, I don't care. <laughs> that, that was my only snappy comeback that I had in my repertoire. It's all just been like used up in the last 17 hours. Now I just, my, my usual response is now like being really cool and snappy just comes down to, oh, fuck it. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> well, look, whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Yeah. You're, still, like, you're like 16 or something and you're like, you know, the same age as me virtually, I think. How, how, how old are you, Lee? I'm 46. No, I'm, 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 I'm older than you. See, that doesn't make me feel better. Sorry, man. What are you? Sorry, what? Did you say <laughs> what? Are, did you say what are you? No. <laughs> suddenly, oh, s- s- suddenly it's like a trailer. I'm, I've walked into a trailer from Batman. What are you? <laughs> I'm the nuge. <laughs> um, how old are you? <laughs> how old are you? No, I'm, um, uh, this, this may I turned 47. What the fuck? Oh no, it's it's fucking sick. Sorry, sorry. I've got very good. Okay, what's what's your secret? Is it a lot? He's a camel dancing. Yes, that dancing takes years off you. Because you've got everyone to shake. Ah, with the dancing, I have a stunt. I'm at the bar drinking. (laughs) Some other crazy dudes doing that shit. I remember one of the first times I met you and Dave was at a Birmingham con, and I think. Within about 10 minutes of being at a party with Dave, we were doing a jive. <laughs> I remember thinking, these are guys I definitely want to spend more time with. That sounds like that. Uh, also, my trousers fell down, but that's a different story. Oh, what? <laughs> you met Dave Barry and your trousers It was just the, it was the pure... Uh, it's the effect the we pure, have. Yeah, well, do you know, it's similar to, I went to see... We're well, like the Prince. Wonder Twins, we just got combined powers and like, girls' trousers just fall down. I went to see Prince a couple of years ago, and I was wearing a dress that has, like, buttons from, like, from, like, the neck, like, the collar part down to, sort of, your waist-ish. And, um, inexplicably, because this dress has always fit me and never popped open before, it kept popping open, and I still maintain that it was because of the pair of Prince's funk. <laughs> Come on. 
my dress just got overwhelmed by all the sexy and was just like Bah-h-h-h. and I too have that power perhaps not in the same measure as Prince to be fair I'm not going to go there but um <laughs> do you remember like was it one of the first thought bubbles that I went to I don't know what year it was and we were out and we were dancing and I remember that Stace was dancing and she was dancing really well and then I think um I think I think Barry was somewhere and he was doing some really weird shit with his legs. <laughs> and it was really cool. And everyone's like following him in a big train. Yes! Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I, I do. I have a photograph of I that. I do remember because there's, 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 there's some I have photos. a photograph of that train. Yeah, there's a, there's a photo on my um, Facebook page. I remember. Oh my God. I think I was still in costume at that point. Yeah. Yeah, you look amazing. Yeah, because, um, is it, uh, I want to say Serena. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She was on the line, and so was um, Carl. Carl. Yeah, was yep. on the line, and I was on the line. I don't know, there was someone else. I don't think I was on the line, because yeah. I think I was taking photos. Yeah. That might have been 2011. Could be. Or 12. Oh, time is going very fast, I think. Not, not right now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> not right now. Not right now, no, not fast enough. But I, I will find it on my Facebook, because it's definitely on my Facebook. Yes, I remember that. Oh, that was awesome that year. Yeah, oh, that was fantastic. And like, I normally didn't really do any kind of partying stuff. So I, I can't even remember who told me to go to that party, but I was just like, oh, no, I'm not sure it's my thing. Um, and then we got there and I saw you guys dancing. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's jump in. Hey, this look, is amazing. When I hit the floor, everyone's partying. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's true. It's, it's a superpower. It's a law. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a law. Oh, hit, that, hit that shit. So, so, um, so actually, you guys, you need to introduce yourselves and what you do because that's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, haven't we done that yet? No. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, this oh, is what I said. Didn't I say this is what happens when Jenny comes on things? She gets so nervous. <laughs> she forgets the whole formality and introduction stuff. She goes straight into let's talk about bums and tits and. and I have actually She I has. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything more yet. I keep that yet. Right, well, well, yeah, A, yet, B, get the intro out of the way and then you can crack on. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you, you want to go first or should I go first? You go first because I've got nothing to say. So you, you, <laughs> you, you, you can introduce yourself. I'm, oh, yeah. okay. Well, yep. my name is Jenny. If you want to say my surname for any reason that you don't, it's Gildenard. Oh. Um, I do lots of comics for a living, so I sit at home and I have a budgie who is currently in the bathroom and I see no people ever and I'm very lonely, so please come and talk to me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is Jenny Hildblad. Please come and talk to me. And and you have the most awesome, um, is it Genspiration? Yes. Is, is... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I do, I do loads of like, comic-y things because like obviously if you're doing it full-time um small press you can't just be doing one comic because that won't pay anything so you have to do like 17 yeah so i've got um jen's breaking which is my own autobiographical web comic and then i've got jenna tales which is the uh mm-hmm. the, the naughty one <laughs> I uh, Gen- jenny tales is a is a is an erotic comic i haven't so seen that was, one it was a kickstarter okay, well, I'm- Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. They, they, it's just loads of like little short stories that are going to be put together about in, like buttholes. All right, is it basically no. T and A then? Uh, and and, yeah, and V and doing... D and. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, the one I'm doing right now that I was doing today um is is about 
uh, got stuff. So it's literally, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's not very classic. And I'm not <laughs> sure if I should even be calling it like erotica, because like, Just... at what point do you become porn rather than erotica? Like, if you show the asshole, does that make it into porn? Oh, because the moment you show the asshole, I don't. That doesn't really make it sweet anymore, sweet erotica that mm. makes porn. You see what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I actually. Does that Lee introduce some? Ah, yeah, Lee. No, look, I'm, I'm talking about the assholes, then I'll, I'll segue into that afterwards. There's been too much talk of ourselves today. Well, the thing is, right? I was. I need to keep. I need to talk about this, even though it's more bumhole talk. But I went to see The Secret Life of Pets the other day, and there is a very clearly rendered cat's anus, like, so prominently in this movie. I could not stop looking at it. <laughs> it's really distracting. What kind of movie is that? Well, it's just about pets, but this cat's always got its tail up, and, you, and they've just, like, properly rendered an arsehole for it. It's so strange. That's, just, that's just, a sense of the detail. Yeah, that, that just didn't need... It doesn't kind of pull you in. <laughs> well, a little bit, but it's one of those it's one of those weird things where you can't stop staring at it, but then I found myself sort of trying to look at the other animals to see if I could see like a dog dick or something, because I'm like that's not fair, if you're going to put a cat's arsehole on show, like these dogs don't are going to Don't I want to see dog dick? Is that Because <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, I'm all good with that I don't, I'm, I'm all good, I don't good, need yeah, to see that right. That's what I'm saying and I'm thinking if you're going to, because the cat was a lady cat See, now I'm just saying. It's clear, oh, so, so clearly, this is clearly yeah. this isn't Pixar. This isn't Pixar, is no, it? No, it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a mental image of a Pixar film with their assholes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to draw that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to see so, the credits. It's got anus animators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog dick animation. Yeah. You know. No, but that's the yeah, thing. There's no dog dicks on the swing. <laughs> wow. You can tell it's gone two o'clock, can't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I didn't finish the thing. Uh, All right. I, 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 sorry. Yeah, I do genitals, and then I do scarf, which is on my Patreon, which I won't start gushing about because oh, then. But it's lush though. Uh, Patreon is the best thing ever. Please, please go look at Patreon. It's awesome. Um, and then I also do Vigo Mortis with Ella. And I have to do this whenever I'm on a podcast, okay? I'm really sorry. Okay. <laughs> Ella, I love you so much. And, uh, that was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrifying. What? It's quite sinister. <laughs> and also, I'm going to see a side with Will Brooker. <laughs> anyway, carry on, me. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Let me just follow that. Shall yeah. you know? Perhaps, it's, yep. perhaps without the scary voices and assholes. Yeah, yeah, all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I've, I've only got the voice I've got, so <laughs> very broomy. So I'm a, I'll apologise for that. You know, don't adjust your, you know, speakers. <laughs> this is what I sound like. Okay. And it's gorgeous. So yeah, <laughs> she, it's gorgeous, darling. Got a weird thing for, for the brummy accent, I think. Is yeah, he's got it's like a poof, and, and he's <laughs> in the poof, and he's wear, very, wearing his gloves, and then he has to go on the poof to get home. <laughs> you there see? You this is what I have to put up with. <sighs> wow. Flawless, flawless Staffordshire accent. I'm not ever going to ask you to do North London or just. <laughs> North just... London, North London, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
What, what, was, what, what, what was that? It was North London, mate. It wasn't. It really, it really wasn't. It wasn't even, you know, just, just randomly throwing mate in a sentence does not make it North London. <laughs> it just makes it. What, what about mucker? Oh. <laughs> right. And, and, and again, just randomly throwing in, in it just because I said it like a couple of hours ago does not make it North London. It just means that you've been listening to the podcast and you're just going to, if I say in it, that'll make me sound like, from, no. In it. No, no, no. I think, I think I'm a professional voice actor. I'm not sure what you guys are on about. I think all my accents are spot on. So, yeah. But they are spot on, just just not for the regions that you lead them to be. Drunken Swede thing is what it is. So it's, it's what? Drunken Swede is what it is. No, it's yeah. not. No, no. I do not. I, I'm not even slightly drunk. Anyway, Lee, introduce yourself for fuck's sake. My name's Lee, and my name <laughs> Lone Ranger. I go from podcast to podcast, sorting shit out, fixing it, and then yes. I move on to the next. You know. So basically, you're the littlest hobo, is what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you He's a social butterfly. Okay. Said, uh, yeah. Let's stick with Lone Ranger. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, touch the touch the nerve. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> lovelyly underscore G, where I will talk about bums and comics. And movies more and bombs. and more bombs. Yeah, just there's a lot of bomb talk. Really. Right. <laughs> okay. Barry's had enough bomb talk for let, let me let me just make a note of that Twitter address then. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean to be fair, I'm already following Lee on Twitter, so I don't know why I've just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your bomb is actually talking, in which case you should be in the circus. Good point. That. Oh, that would be awesome! So we had a, we had a good suggestion because what someone said to us: if we're flagging, mm-hmm. we should get someone else to ask us questions, yeah. and that would then keep us awake. So, oh fuck no! Oh. You're saying we? Is that what you're No, I'm saying no. I'm saying we trust you enough that you can like pitch questions to us. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You, my, I don't know if this is on my side or on your side, but everyone is breaking up, and I don't think it's the bear. I think it's probably Skype. Um, well, I can hear you clearly. Can you hear me yeah. fine? Yes. Everyone is kind of going a bit choppy. No, I can. I can hear. You. Are, are, we, are we still going choppy? Oh, now you're fine. Yeah. Okay, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. No, okay, you're in okay. Okay. I have a, I have a question. Go. Okay. For the people who are uninitiated when it comes to weird mainstream comics from like the 80s and stuff that we don't know about because we're too young and we weren't in this country at this point um could you in one sentence describe to me please what the thanos imperative is about Uh, in one sentence please no no because i've not read it (laughs) no me neither i have no idea what it is (laughs) i'm gonna I'm going to say, like, Thanos has a board meeting and he says it's all about this imperative we need to sort out people. I, I, reckon, I reckon what it is is it's Thanos has a really good idea and he pitches it to some of his minions and they try and do it, but then some heroes go, now, nah, mate, fuck off. Yeah. And then Thanos is like, oh, shucks. And, and then he goes, I'm going to make it the imperative. Yeah. And it ends. And it's the end. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's the end of the comic. Yeah. Cl- <laughs> cliffhanger. Cool. <laughs> 
Next, next, next question. <laughs> I think it's like a barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a nice jar, picture him on the side, you know, squeezy bottle, and uh, I think that's what it is. Hey! Wait, 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 isn't it? <laughs> Lee, you have read Thanos imperative things, haven't you? Because you're a massive nerd. <laughs> yeah, I've not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Massive, but I've read the shit from the 80s. All the, all the Jim Starlin oh, okay. Thanos stuff from the 80s, like Captain Marvel and Warlock and okay. all that. Okay, I, I am going to, I'm going to, uh, tell you, uh, in a sentence, what I understood the Thanos imperative being in. Keep okay. in mind that I've had, I haven't slept and I have had a bit of beer. Right. Okay. okay we've, um, we've spoken before, so I take a lot of stuff, uh, into account <laughs> when, when we have conversations. So okay, so yeah. the Thanos imperative is about death, who's apparently a chip. Who has yeah. an amazing ass, but for some reason, um, she doesn't want any men. But then at one point, Thanos falls in love with her loads and loads, and she's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. So then she got, she gets together with Thanos, just so he will stop being clingy. But then she gets sick of the shit, so she dumps him, and then he gets sad, and he goes to a different dimension where everyone is alive forever, and then there's another person who comes in, whose name is <coughs> Drex, Drax, or Drooks. Yeah. And he is like, his entire thing is that he's been made, his entire purpose is to have sex with Thanos until he dies. And then, no, this is seriously what I think happens. And then he gets to that, that place. No, and then he, he, gets, <laughs> <laughs> he gets to a different dimension. And then he actually goes to Thanos and he gets so overcome with lust that he does him until he dies. But then he comes back to life again. And then they all come out of that dimension and come into the normal dimension. And then everyone dies. And then death says, okay, you're now cool again. And then they get back together again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty simple. You see, the comics are fucking weird. Why? Like, we're weird. Generally, it's like we're not here today. Generally. Do you read Sex Criminals by any chance? Uh, okay, um, I've only flicked through it because I only look at the sex scenes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the flicks. Why? Why? Just thumbs through a vagina. Why am I not surprised? No, I was. I was given it. Um, comment by who? Possibly my my husband. I'm sorry, but I forgot that you gave it to me, husband. Um, but yeah, I didn't read the comic. Um, I just thought it was about sex, so sex people's, but um, it seems to have more of an actual story than yeah. actually being just about people having sex and being So you just lost interest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lost interest. Oh, Quite quickly. See, it's really good though. I've never because, read it. Well, the, the, the story of it is that there are certain people who can do, they have superpowers that kick in when they orgasm. Um, so there's a, it starts off... Yeah, it starts off with a pair of people who find out that they can stop time when they both come, and so they start like robbing banks and shit. <laughs> um, but then it gets much more exciting from there because there are other people who can do other things when they have sex. Well, when they orgasm, it's not right. just having sex; they oh, have right. to do it. They have to come, right? Uh, otherwise, like there's one issue that I think Jen would love, where this guy his superpower is basically creating like a 
like a, a Japanese schoolgirl looking spunk ghost. <laughs> Are you sure, Jen? Well, this is it. There's a whole issue about an asexual character as well who also has like superpowers, but not when she jizzes because she doesn't do that. Um, but it's, how, how does how does she how does she get superpowers? What does she do then? Uh, she just does things that are like gives her this, a similar adrenaline rush as you would get if you were to orgasm. So like oh, cool. throwing herself off buildings and things. Like what's it called? Base jumping. Yeah. Is that a oh, thing? Yeah, basically, that's really yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Skydiving. But effectively, then she's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a really good issue because there's like a whole thing about her backstory about like when she's younger and she doesn't really know what asexuality is and she thinks she's a bit broken and and possibly a bit of a freak and it's all like oh my god that was me when I was younger <laughs> and I got quite excited about it. It's really good. Are you gonna start base jumping now? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Never in a billion years. Yeah. When I was asking people about what sort of thing to do for charity when I was getting ideas to do this, uh, somebody suggested, like, hey, what about a sponsored skydive? And I was like, hey, how about piss off? <laughs> yeah, no, Absolutely. You, won't, you won't get any money for that. <laughs> sponsored piss off. No, it's just not going to have that same sort of ring to it, really, is it? I'm going to eat a biscuit, guys. Mm. Oh, did you want to have more questions? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, Lee, you also have to think of questions now. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> I'm too sober for thinking. I'm, 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 I'm like, the one that's building like right. sentences together right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're just running, I'm, I'm just running on like sleep. It's not happening. So you just need to you know, crack on. You just focus your kind of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling it her Genergy. Focus your alcoholism on on task at hand. <laughs> no, I, I I don't have a problem at all. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I don't. It's everyone else that has a problem. <laughs> That's what okay. I said. Yes. Um, right. So, uh, shit. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I need to make this work for me then somehow. Right. Okay. Favorite thing. Uh, favorite. Favorite comic. That was made in the nineties in America. No, in Britain. In Britain. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was made in Britain in the nineties, please. Because I wasn't here in the nineties. That's a that's a little bit specific. Well, not only that, but I wasn't reading comics in the nineties, so I'm okay. Sorry. Okay, right, let yeah. me. <laughs> because all I'll, all all I'll say is I'll just go two thousand AD standard then. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, but unfortunately, yeah, the nineties wasn't the best period for two thousand AD. I don't care; it's just getting me through the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps a little uh, less specific. All, all the, okay, all the other questions I have are really dirty, though. Um, no, ask those. That's, yeah, you could. We could try a dirty one, and you, and you know, because we'll just go. Or? Fuck off, we're not answering that. <laughs> that that would be your... most things. Yeah, yeah, Stace will answer most things. I may well go, fuck off, not asking that. Or, or i just go to the toilet. So, oh my God, way. again? Yeah. You feeling okay? <laughs> Possibly not. I might just keel over. Bladder explodes. <laughs> Have you ever bought anything that you use for intimate things? 
<laughs> what a lovely way to word the question. Ever bought a sex <laughs> toy, mate? Oh, uh, subtle about it. Really? I have. Bought any fat toys? I have. Uh, and that may seem weird, considering what I was literally just saying about being asexual. But it makes sense. Bear with, stick with me. Go with me. Um, we sticking. Don't worry. I'm really. It was. I went through a period of my life whereby I thought I might be bonkers because I didn't have, you know, the feelings of horniness and sexually being aroused at things. And so I thought, oh, I'm probably just a bit broken, and I. Um, and then a friend of mine gave me the terrible advice of, uh, why don't you, instead of having sex with someone in case you hate it and you feel a bit violated and gross, just buy a dildo and see how that feels. And then if that floats your boat, hooray, you're sorted. If not, maybe go to a doctor, I don't know. <laughs> so, and so that's exactly what I did. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is completely doing absolutely nothing for me. And went to a doctor. <laughs> And she said, because I was like, I've read online, they, they say that sometimes brain tumours can cause reduced libido. No, no, and she was, yeah, why was I WebMD in it? <laughs> I think that it sniffed me. Uh, you Google it and it's, it's just like, yeah, you've got cancer. It's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 All rose cancer. The other day I had like a weird thing in my throat where it felt like there was a lump in there, but my glands were up, so I didn't know if it was just like general swellage. Uh, but when I looked online for like lumps in your throat that are caused by food blockages, it was like, oh, it's probably cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Shit the bed. Uh, but I'm fine. It's fine. Barry, Barry do, do you secretly have about 50 different copies? <laughs> I see him as an anal beads man myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so to answer both questions, no, no, and hell no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, so anyway, comments of the 1990s. I know, I, I, that, that should have been my answer, but I thought I needed to just properly address that. It was just a no and hell, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, Fair enough. So, thanks, thanks, yeah, I, for, thanks for that. I have I have a, I have a, a story about a mysterious dildo that I got in a post. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got I got I got I got a black dildo in the post, and I don't know who I don't know who gave it to me. I mean, bless them. I would have preferred Mario Kart, um, but I got a black dildo, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I just kept it in a plastic bag and left it in my wardrobe because I thought, you know, if I, the only thing I could think to do with it is just stick it on the window to scare the foxes away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, and then after like a few weeks, I was seeing someone and I said, do you want to see it? So yeah, go on then. <laughs> I took it out of the plastic bag and it had shriveled. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It looked like an alien cock. It was really, it was, it looked, it looked. But see, all I've got visions now of packs of fox running up to your window and then someone going, Larry, leg it, it's a dildo, mate. <laughs> Larry, leg it, it's a giant black cock. Yes, yeah, like leg it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say giant, but, you know, it's. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I, I still don't know. I mean, um, send in a tweet if you send in a dildo to. Me. What, was, you it, know, um, was it actually sent I, to I, I you know. with your name on? Was it sent to you with your name on? Yes. Yes, yes, it was. Was it gift wrapped? Was it gift wrapped? 
no wrapping paper or condoms, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> just just a black just a black dildo and a padded envelope. Okay, I mean some people might be into sending random people gifts and that might make them very happy. So maybe you were just um the unfortunate the unfortunate victim of someone's uh, weird kink. It was obviously a secret scent had gone wrong. That's what I reckon it was. <laughs> in the middle of July. Was it clean? Like, boxed and new? I... It was, well, that's the thing. I, I was away for like a week. And I came home and I got this box and it looked like it had been torn at the corner. So I was just like, it's weird. And it's a dildo. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's got busy but open going, that's peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just sort of stood there and wobbled the it about. <laughs> Well, he says it's really cute. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, God, God. I thought it was a dildo. Oh, I have another question. Oh, God. Is this another question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a question. Of course it is. Okay, in your respective accents, anyone else can join in as well. Um, Teach me a word as a foreign person so that I can integrate better that um, <laughs> doesn't exist outside of your accent. Ooh. I'm trying. I know you have one. I know that you have one, Stace. Do I? Yeah, you said your word for, for vagina was quite bad. Oh, twadge. Yeah. That was- <laughs> the thing is, that's not even outside of my accent. That's literally just it fell out of my mouth one day when I was thinking the word twat and tried to say the word minge and they came out together as twat. Barry's giving me this look as if to say, What have I gotten myself into? And I'm like, I know, and I can't believe it's taken me 17 hours to give you that look. (laughs) It's because it took 17 hours to get Jenny on. That's what. Yeah, 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 this is true. You know, this is true. Barry, go on with your Cockney accent. (laughs) Your Cockney accent. (laughs) Um. So what, what am I supposed to be teaching you? Uh, uh, um, Some Cockney word in slang. <laughs> a word that, that is very, very Cockney that doesn't exist outside of your Cockney. Part life. <laughs> <laughs> What's that even fucking mean? <laughs> I don't write the fucking song. Part life. No. Oh, um, we trash. Well, the, there was either... <laughs> um, Think about leaving the ass. <laughs> well, there's either you could have said having a giraffe. Oh, I say that a lot. See? It I, means having a laugh. Having a laugh. What? Yeah. You're having a giraffe. You're having a giraffe, mate, which means you're having a laugh. It's caught your rhyme in slang. Or, um, one of my personal favorites, which I tried to change, which was, um, uh, you haven't got Scooby, he hasn't got Scooby, mate, which means he hasn't got Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo rhymes with clue, hasn't got a clue. <laughs> as in, he hasn't got There's so, a lot of work on these rhymes. Yeah, things, it, yeah, as, um, he hasn't got a Scooby, mate. Oh, but I I tried to change that by saying you have an excuse, which is you having a laugh, but people didn't go for that. Mm. Apparently, um, right? But, so Sco- Scooby and uh, Giraffe so far. Yeah, thank you very much. That's okay. And and one that really will mess you up, and I can't think. Of, I don't. Was it today I was telling this one about um, calling it George? It was. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so we have uh, this is this is like specific like North London Totten. This one is this is real specific. Oh, cool. Um, so we have this. So we have this sort of phrase whereby, and I'm, I'm going to use 
a ten pound note as an example, but this is it can don't work with any. Don't get hung up on it, right? <laughs> so okay. you work on the basis that you owe someone nine pounds, right? But you only have a ten pound note in your hand. The other person who will assume, say, is me, I will say, do you know what, mate? Just give me a just give me a tenner, and we'll call it George. What? Right now, bear with me. What the call it George is is effectively me saying to you, "I'm all right with the ten pound note. Don't worry about trying to find change. That's all fine." And you just say, "Call it George." Now, don't ask me who. Don't ask me why George. Isn't that a bit cheeky though? Because shouldn't the person offering the ten? I know. Okay. Okay. To to work (laughs) with. Put it it a different way. It's like interest. To put it a different way, you owe the person eleven pounds, and you've only got a ten pound note in your hand, and that person's. I tell you what, mate. Give me a te- give me the tenner. We'll call it George. Okay, so you can't be like, oh, we'll call it, we'll call it Henry. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it has to be George. Call it, it, has to, it has to be George. <laughs> okay, I think that is pretty sexist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, I, look, I I didn't invent it. Okay, yeah. I, I just I I ran with it. I didn't invent it. <laughs> if you want to, if next time you're rocking down North London, if you want to sort of do Henry, you go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll call it Henrietta. Henrietta, yeah. You, Hen- you, oh, yeah, sorry. You don't say the T's. Henrietta. Oh, we'll yeah. call it Henrietta, mate. Yeah. In it. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, right, so two things. You don't have to, you don't have to say, mate isn't a full stop. It is. Um, and, and it, and, and it isn't a full stop. Yes. You can use those at different times, not after every <laughs> sentence. You don't just go. What, mate? All right, so say, how you going, mate? In it, it just, you don't, you know, it, it, it doesn't work. You find that in it works in place of isn't it? So, so if you, has, you're just saying that has improved your speech amazingly over the past five seconds. Really? That's yeah, it. I think you just keep on saying in it. I, I well, I, pr- I pretty much do, really. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think one of the, uh, one of the, because like, I'm, I'm from Birmingham and the black country accent is like a separate thing. But they have a lot of like really good slang. Like my favourite one is uh, Boston fiddle, which means uh, really good food. <laughs> like, that oh, that is some Boston fiddle. That doesn't even rhyme. No, it well, of course, no, I don't know what it means. You're, uh, hold up, hold up. You're giving me grief about calling it, it George, and you're talking about fiddles and and not slang. fiddle, fiddle. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Another, <laughs> another imaginary name. So. Boston fiddle. Yeah, Boston fiddle. Oh, that's a fiddle. Good bit of fiddle. Which? Yeah. Well, fiddle meaning food. Right, but is that, is, that, is that actually a food though? No, it just means food in general. So like if yeah. you cook me a meal yeah. and I was like, oh, that was some Boston fiddle. Right, okay, but how does that relate to food? Uh, it <laughs> Right, vittles are food, isn't it? Yeah, V-I-T-A-L. I think. Right, so it's like Boston fiddles then. Yeah, no, it's no, it's fittle, as in yeah, like F I double T L E. This is what Barry's getting hung up on, you see. But that's what it comes from. Yes. Um, what what you are saying right now? Is it's nonsense words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a swear word in Sweden. So <laughs> I I kind of try not to spit my drink out. <laughs> I know I know how to say the c word in German, and that's Ooh. one of my favourite things. Does it sound angry? Yeah, it's futze. Oh, <laughs> isn't shite to shit? Yeah, and uh, Pimmelkopf is dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that because it's a bit raised lost art where they, they, he kind of drives off a cliff and says, Scheister. Um, oh, and I was like, see. I'm guessing that shit, mm. mate, isn't it's it? It's Scheister. Yeah. Oh, in my mind. You're speaking about that, reminded me. Okay, what? we have to rewind all the way back to the beginning to the Thanos 
imperative. Oh, really? <laughs> because at the very, very end of it, there is a Russian dog. You know he is Russian because he speaks with an accent. Oh, the Russian spice dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a. Is he called Cosmo? Or did I yes, make that up? Yes. No, 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 oh. he's got like a little bowl, a fish bowl on his head, and he speaks yeah. like he speaks in a Russian accent, apparently, yeah. um, the way Americans see Russian accents, I guess. And uh, yeah, I don't know what he does. I think it's pretty useless. He's <laughs> a fucking astronaut. That's more than you can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, it's more than any of us could do. Yeah, and it's more than it's definitely more than most dogs can do. Yeah, oh, fuck that dog. Useless. But not cats. Yeah. Cats can do a world's more than that. So. Yeah, like give you a really arsy look whilst they like push things off shelves. Yeah, but that shit's yeah. badass. No, it's arsehole. It's a dick nah, move. It's bad. I like, I like when, when Steve pushed something off a table, it's just like I put something on the table, he looks at me, he looks at things, I'm going to push that off. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, if you do that, it's going to be grief. I'm going to fucking do it. No, you're not. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah, that's right. I'm right at the edge now, bitch. What are you going to do? And he'll knock it off. <laughs> Then he'll jump down and then just walk past me like, yeah, what are you going to do? I'm still going to live here and you're still going to feed me, bitch. I'll be in the other room. Gone. And that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is apparently love. Yeah. <laughs> that's... I'm a dog person if you couldn't tell. I do <laughs> and, not and understand cats. I didn't say it was love. That's truth. That's what that is. <laughs> that's cats. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, I dear. I love my cat because he just tolerates me. Awesome. <laughs> that's what Rich said when he proposed to me right, I that you could tolerate me more than everyone else and I'd, that was great I'd love to tolerate married? you for the rest of your life <laughs> it was sweet coming from Rich because he hates everyone <laughs> I remember when at I least he, at least he proposed though yeah me, me and uh, me and Beard we didn't even propose <laughs> me, me and Beard, Beard. <laughs> basically we were watching a wrestling match and uh, on WWE, we're not talking sexy, okay? Literal <laughs> Okay. Okay, so in case you get some fucking idea tonight. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it was like Paul Heyman cutting a promo and it was all very amazing stuff. And then suddenly we just looked at each other and then we were just like, so how much does it cost to get married? And I was like, okay, I'm going to Google it. So I Googled it and then we found out it was like 93 quid if you do it. Um, and we were like, okay, that's not a lot of money. And then we sort of both looked away awkwardly and then we were just like, so, should we do it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right then. And then we continued watching the wrestling match. It was great. Brock Lesnar, yeah. Well, when I asked... Um, so romantic. Yeah, when I... Not super romantic, right? When I, when I asked Sue to marry, it was on the, her birthday, and I'd got her, like, loads of... I got a present, but they were in loads of boxes. <clears throat> and in the last... And in, in the last box, it's not that cool. In the last box, <laughs> wait for it. In, in the, in the last box. Yeah, it was, it was. In the last box, it was box, like, ha ha, we're not really getting married now. In the, in the last <laughs> box was the, um. It was a ring of poo. It was yeah. a curled up ring yeah. of poo. And you go, it's a ring. Who's selling, who's, who's selling his fucking story? Because <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, if anyone else wants to jump in and tell the story, I that's fine. Are. I think everyone is. Or, or, I think we know where this is going. Or yeah, I could just tell it. No, well, it actually, well, actually it is. If you'd wait, you'd be patient. Oh, it was a severed head. Fucking, I'll tell you what, fucking typical geeks always want to get to the end of shit. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I got all these boxes and yes, the last box was the ring. So I actually opened these presents and then I got to the it box, was the which was the ring, which was the ring. Shut up. Got to, it. so she opens, she opens the box, the ring's there. 
she looked at me and I think, I can't remember now, but I think she said something like, what's this? I was like, what do you think it is? <laughs> and, and she said, and she said it's, a, it's, a, it's a ring. She, and then like, I sort of said, you know, she burst into tears for like 15 minutes. Oh. Right? Right? No, that's all lovely. Everyone's going, ah. Oh. But, but I'm like, still, I'm still yeah, sitting though. there thinking, no, but she's not actually said yes. She's just crying. <laughs> And I don't know where I stand now. You don't know what those tears yeah, are Yeah, is she crying because she's like, oh, no, I've now got to say to you, no, I could never, ever marry you. And, and, it's and I literally went, I need to crack on. Are we, what's happening? Are we, are we getting married? You know, is it yes? Whatever. And she was like, yeah, no, it is yes. And every single person that we told did not believe us. I rang Dave. He was like, it's a wind-up, isn't it? I was like, it's not, mate. No, it is. is it a wind-up? No, it's not. April food now. It's, it's September. <laughs> it's not a wind up, mate. We're getting married. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend Dave. Oh, <laughs> but that's really romantic, though. Well, she she rang her best friend in Australia at two in the morning. She he he she didn't realise at the time <laughs> to say we're getting married, and he went, "You having a laugh?" Because he knows us, and we've been together for a long, long, long time, and we weren't getting married and stuff and in the end she had to take a picture of um the engagement ring on her finger to text him before he would go oh, okay then congrats yeah congrats <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i'm gonna go back to bed now yeah don't wake me again until you've actually got something proper to tell me <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like, da- like dates and shit yeah um yeah happy days you know jenny's wedding lots of posting photos of well we're going to get wedded going to get married and nobody believed them until yeah. the sources of being a suit and they're all fucking out. Yeah. Yeah, shit got real. He's He's got a tie on. Yeah. You, were, you were the best dressed there, like the most formally dressed there. I'm the one taking it the most seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I, I was, you know, I looked, you know, the way I look. And um, the beard was in like a t-shirt. <laughs> the beard. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and awesome. yeah, we we all just kind of and and we pulled in another witness who happens to be a really really good friend, owner of a booze shop. It's good to tell. And um, yeah, he just came in as well, just dressed in more, I guess, just a shirt or something. I can't really remember. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, Lee comes in with like, is it like a waistcoat and a tie yeah, shirt? Nice. Like proper trousers and proper shoes and everything. And we're just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> are you getting yeah. married? Oh, yeah, I know, but not, like, not proper. I'm getting, I'm just getting married so I don't get deported. I mean, um, <laughs> we love each other very much. And, 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 so sweet. and, and, and if I don't get deported at the same time, then it's, it's just an extra bonus. Yeah, exactly. That would be just great if I was allowed to stay here as a dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> dirty. We like the dirty one. Took yeah, time. I know, I know. <laughs> Quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. I can tell from your gen, gen, genuspiration. That's completely wrong. Genuspiration. Genuspiration. Oh, come on, guys. It's, we've just hit 18 hours. We can I know. Yeah, let's, yeah. We can let him off. Yeah. I can't, I can't knock it. You sound brighter than I do. 
know? I feel like death, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm subsisting entirely on uh, fumes and biscuits right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm only now at hour 18. I'm going to go to Luton. That might put me up. I'm starting to flag a little oh, bit. Oh, no. Go yeah. like, out, wash your face. I feel like I want to clean my teeth soon. No, I feel like I'm going to have a bit I don't want to be on like a podcast with like monkeys. Three o'clock, right? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, and then I'm gonna do a t-shirt change Ooh, to sexy, another. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> it's all been very sexy with the t-shirt changes. I've done, I've, I've done one. Stress. Mm. I mean, I've, you know, I've done one. Make it rain. That's the only reason I wore this dress. <laughs> I, I literally have done one t-shirt change. That's it. Did you get your nipples? Yeah, out? and everyone loved it. I don't know. I, I was, it was a bit, I suddenly realised what I was doing and you're filming yeah. it. And then I think Jenny <laughs> says something on Twitter like, oh, you probably do strip trees. And I was like, suddenly, suddenly it's all got to be, <laughs> exactly. It's all got to be carry it's, on. Suddenly. <laughs> yeah. It's all got to be. I don't know. There were cameras. I know. Oh my God. Well, well literally, I, I literally took my top off for money. That it was literally <laughs> what I did. How, how, how did you feel? Um, I want like, <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. I did. I did feel a little bit cheap. Um, ma- Someone because- needs to put in fifty quid for the well, next well, one. Well, mainly because I said twenty quid. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And I felt a bit for cheap a, for a nipple tease. You know, and it was yeah, like if, if anyone is listening to this right now and they feel like they might want to donate, you know, it's for charity, you monsters. <laughs> you know, donate a little bit more than twenty quid so that Barry won't feel <laughs> like a cheap. Someone's yeah. gonna donate twenty pound and yeah. one pence. Yeah, more, more, more than twenty, more than twenty quid will be. There'll be another t-shirt change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know no one wants to see it, but there we go. It's out there now. Well, someone did donate thirty dollars earlier. That's true. Did they? Ooh. Yeah, not for a t-shirt change though. And I said, <laughs> they've well, got to be. Yeah, they've got to be. They're, they're got to be they're... <laughs> you can wiggle them hips. Yeah. yeah. You know where the, you know where the cash goes. I tell you what, if I was going to dance on Periscope, it'd be a damn sight more than thirty quid. I tell you. Is anybody getting these coins? Coins in his butt crack. That's, 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 oh. that's the change. Piece. I thought there were shampers going down it in a bit. Cut them off. Cut them off. Yeah, there was. Yes. I was going to say you can't say cut them off for talking about putting coins in your butt. No, yes, you're right. Because yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about no, fucking right. drizzling shampers down it. Listen, listen to Granny Ginger. If you want to see Barry dancing and getting wet with champagne, then don't pay 200 pounds and Barry will get wet dancing for you. And he is one sassy, sassy. He has his head in his hands. He looks, he is loving it. Defeated. <laughs> this is his dream come true. This is what he's always wanted. No, I think what he always wanted was to answer the door naked except for a velvet jacket. I did, actually. You're right. I did, yeah. Right. We started this thing off badly, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, earlier did. today, Barry was talking about how uh, he really wants to like answer the door wearing nothing but a crushed velvet jacket. No, well, that... And socks, perhaps? Yes or no. Yes, yes and no. Originally, I said one of my life goals was to have a, a crushed velvet jacket, which I now have. Um, not leather jacket, a crushed velvet jacket, which I now have. Um, and one of my other life goals was to, was to spend an hour a day just sitting in front of a fire with a crushed velvet jacket, a cup of tea, and a cravat, uh, and possibly a pipe or cigar. 
Um, but then whoever we were talking to at the time said, wouldn't it be cool if you could have a crushed rubber jacket and open that door to like a delivery person? And that's all you wore was a crushed rubber jacket and socks. And I thought, actually, that's a, uh, it might have been Jamie. That's quite a cool idea. It might have been, it might have been first day of the thought, gate. <laughs> I, I, I like where you're going with that. I think that would be actually quite cool. Going towards the set of I think what needs to happen is that we need to have a picture maybe put online at some point. Because obviously, if you have a that kind of jacket, you would take a picture with it on, wouldn't you? Yeah, but but right? yeah, but 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 not but not not as previously described. Where it's just gonna be me in a jacket, and that's all. And, well, and, 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 I'm, and I'm literally gonna to get Burt Reynolds to do style. That, you need to be donating about five hundred pounds. I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be up, up in that a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried that Jenny's getting a bit horny now. She's getting she's getting a bit fevered. She's getting rambunctious. I'm now. Lots lots of money. She's I'm worried. Awfully familiar. I can't place my finger on it, but she's like, uh, she's getting all, all kind of panty. I know. I'm really, I'm really right now that Jenny's now like doing the whole thing when she's checking how much money I've got in my bank account. It's really worrying me now. And they were talking about crush for velvet jackets. I can't even say it because I'm so drunk. And I just had to. I just had to give them the money because I just needed to see it. But look at this picture. Yeah, look at this picture. It's worth it, wasn't it? Mama needed eye candy, babe. Wow. It's. I have to say, it's always nice to be thought of as eye candy. Yeah. I'm glad that it's all been aimed at you. To be fair, because otherwise I'd have to start like crying misogyny. (laughs) If people, if if people want to throw like you know thirty quid for Stacey, to like you know, I'm not getting my top off because I'm not wearing a bra. Oh my lord! Oh my Boom. lord! Wow! There we so, go. for some That's... jiggle action, <laughs> I will do like a sassy boob dance, maybe. I don't know. Oh I... my god! <laughs> no, this is. Re- I'm getting. This seems really cheap. Like now, I feel no. That's got to be like a hundred quidder for me to like sell my gender. <laughs> uh, just. It's just suddenly got to that stage where, like, we, we want to hit the target, so, like, we, yeah. we would now do anything. <laughs> not anything. It, we, not it, not it, anything, It's like, a, a deeper subject matter for this and be like, are we being feminist if we jiggle our tits for money? See? We can suddenly <laughs> have, like, a really... Yeah, we can make this a really serious subject all of a sudden so that we don't look like we're all just very tired and talking about sex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, t- well, to be honest, I have no plan of jiggling my tits for anyone. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you know, what stage does this? It's all yeah, good. Yeah, tie your shoelaces or something. You know, just tie your shoelaces. You know, just, just bend, bend over, over to pick up a pencil. Everything's going on. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Open, Whilst the camera zooms in, yes. Oh, <laughs> just. Oh. It's all gone. This reminds me of a thing uh, that you guys were talking about earlier. Um, but uh, you were talking about. God, hold on. Uh, I, will, I will remember this. Um, you were talking about at the conventions when you have to sell yourself. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's why. Where's this going? <laughs> because, um, yeah, I was just thinking that in a way, when you have, when you're at the convention floor, I'm not talking about sex now. Okay. I'm not going away from that subject, but like you have to sell yourself really quickly with like that really good elevator pitch. And yeah. if you're like me and uh, you do comics that um, have a bit of a um, 
either raunchy or slightly sort of bloody fantasy vibe to them. Um, and then you have to make an elevator, elevator pitch about that. That can be quite difficult because then people think that that is all you're about. So yeah. you just think you're a fucking nutcase. <laughs> uh, this is like, hi, that oh, uh, soon, right? Nice, nice. <laughs> That's a revelation that needs to come later. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it just takes away all the nuance and all the like subtleties when you just have to be like, hi, I'm Jen, I draw comics and all my comics are about kids and, and blood. And they're just like, okay, thanks. And then just kind of walk off. But you, you have like that two seconds to get someone's attention. And yeah. What would, you, what, what do you say? Like, what do you do? It's really hard. So yeah, that's just what I thought about when you were talking about jigging your tits. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, thanks. Write the, the thing on your cleavage. Just write the synopsis on your cleavage. <laughs> and then you, there you go. There you go. Just cut to the chase. <laughs> There's it. There's the elevator pitch. <laughs> Check that out. There it is. But no, but seriously, like it's an so Arabian nice. fantasy on the left one, and <laughs> autobiographical webcomic on the left one. On the, on, you mean on the oh, whatever? <laughs> on the right one. On the if right you got one. two left boobs. <laughs> two left boobs. Yeah. Two left boobs. Yeah. Well, I've got two left feet. So, <laughs> wow. It. In all seriousness, when you have to like make yourself into a sentence, it's really hard. And especially as well when you have to like do that for any kind of interviews or I don't know, panels and shit. Oh my god, panels. You're always no, good no. Oh no, terrible all terrible at podcasts. You haven't shut up for the last hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. so terrible podcasts. I can never think of anything to say. No, but look, I'm very, I'm very, I'm kind of drunk right now, and I'm, I'm gonna be on a panel at Melchon Comic Con talking about sex and taboos. Um, whoops. And obviously, I can't be pissed for that because it will show. Because oh, I'll be there yeah. looking you at. Mean, you, you, you need to go to more conventions. They're always hammered. I, if, if you want to go to the 2008 panel? They're all absolutely south. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't, I thought that was like, that you, you weren't allowed to do that. I, I didn't think you were allowed to get during the... <laughs> I went to, I went to, at Rick's, I went to like a, it was, it was a panel on colouring. And right. the, the guy doing the panel was so hungover and still probably still drunk, he couldn't function through the whole thing. It, it was embarrassing. You see, that, that's, the, that's the nightmare though, isn't it? Because you're just like... I kind of, yeah, I, I'm so nervous. It's nice to be a little bit pissed. That's very bad, by the way. Um, but like, you, you don't want to have a drink and then get really pissed and then ruin like the panel experience for everyone else. So obviously, well, I'm going to be complete stone cold sober yeah. when I, I depends what kind of a, a drunk you are. I mean, there is the, <laughs> oh man, I can't remember who it was now. Nah, fuck it. That story's going nowhere. That's one. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> so it was a no. long time. And, uh, yeah. No, but Finish. the thing is, like, I, I, I just thought it was bad form to, to be drunk at panels because you're there. It is, but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I think no. it might be why I've never been invited onto a panel. <laughs> I mean, that and I'm not really a thing, but you know, yeah, I'm quite drunk a lot of the time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, sorry, I just checked Twitter for a sec, and someone said, okay, now explain Infinity Gauntlet in a oh, sentence. Man. Right. Um, very imaginative that. sex toy? Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, 
In a sentence, explain the infinity gauntlet. Go. The infinity gauntlet is a gauntlet that has yes. that holds infinity. infinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, which uh, look really powerful. So, yeah, Thanos again uh, got this thing so he could like have godlike powers basically. And he, if I remember, he like wipes out half the population. Of uh, planets and stuff, if I remember, or, or something like that. Anyway, because he wants to get, he wants to get it with with death. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he wants to, he wants to, he basically. Okay, wants I'm to get sorry, it but death must have like the most amazing fucking ass or something. Because I this I man, she just wearing, she just wears like a big cloak thing, I guess, if I remember right, or I might, I might be confusing that with. Because this fellow's guy, he's completely like, he's a proper stalker, isn't he? He's, he's, yeah, he's not, he's not one of the nicest guys in the world, you know? I mean, he's not. You'd you think that she got, she would get completely sick of the shit and she would just, I don't know, kill him. Cause she's, well, yeah. I don't know, I think perhaps maybe she like, likes the attention, cause most people don't like death and kind of avoid death at all costs. Oh. Or maybe she doesn't want to kill him because then he's hanging around with her like literally all the time yeah. because he's dead. Oh there. god, god, it's weird. Yeah. Oh. Did, do, uh, do did you, Deadpool have a thing with Deadpool? Yeah, yeah. Are you are you judgmental about comics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing foot stuff, is on your foot stuff is on your drawing board right now. Look, look, my my butt stuff is very straightforward. Um, <laughs> it will be fine. Maybe I it's done. It's almost done. Anyway, so yes. Yeah, what's coming down the road? I, I, yeah, you told me what's what's coming down the road. So you know, I, I know <laughs> you what's mean on the. the... Story. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, well, beyond that, there's, there's there's some freaky shit. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the stuff that you you kind of because I mean I don't I don't know if you know about um Jen's um Kickstarter. That she was basically just kind of trying to fund one story, and mm-hmm. then she just made a shit ton of money. So. Yeah. It just, it just got, it just went, exploded, didn't it? it just went mad. So she had to ha- add on all these extra stretch goals. And then she just threw on one at the end, which was an, an entire whole other, like, graphic novel <laughs> thing. Yeah, the, 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 the genitals dark. That was it. <laughs> now, she told me a few of those ideas. And that's some twisty <laughs> shit. Right yeah, that. well, 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 well. Let's not get all judgy now. <laughs> no. As Look. you know, I'm, go- I'm going to be on a panel where we will be talking about erotic comics yeah. and the fact that there are several different types, so you have the really nice and loving ones that have more of a like, yeah. romantic and thing to them. You mean Brum, that I found in Brum for you? What was oh, that yeah. one? Oh yeah, and then on the, on the other, completely on the other side, <laughs> and I, I will be bringing that with me to the panel, by the way, with a big, a big fucking trigger warning on the front cover. But yeah, I'll be bringing that. On the other side, you have the more um, grotesque and horror side of erotic comics, which is a bit more on the taboo thing, where it's like, it, you know, it's debated what is okay and what isn't. Is um, it masturbated? Oh, oh man, so much masturbated. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the comic that we found, or the, the we found was, uh, a, God, what's it called again? I'm too drunk. Um, <laughs> Something is, oh no. Oh yeah, Alta Gash Inferno. <laughs> I took it to my favourite second hand bookshop. 
And <laughs> is there any manga? Is there any manga? I was looking through, and I just saw this title, Ultra Gash Inferno, on the on the shelf, and I just pointed to it as a joke. Go look at that fucking thing. Oh my god! And I think she just laughed, and she just went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and well, what, went, what I did was like I was just going like, "Oh my god, Google, yes, yes." <laughs> Finally, I found some books that have got actual, like, mutilation and blood in them. So, yeah, there's there's some sick shit in there. So we went to the pub afterwards, and I was flicking through these these really innocuous old British kids' comics, and she was reading this <laughs> filthy Japanese <laughs> porn. This, this is weird. This is just strange. You know? No one approached us, though. And No, because Barry went to the toilet like tw- like ten minutes ago, and I'm like, oh, that's that's why he only goes like once or twice because yeah. it takes him thirty years. <laughs> oh, okay, he's he's having a, a, a Barry poo. Mm. Excavating the ruins. Yeah. Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, he's coming back. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Let's not talk about his special Barry poos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's leaving a parcel in the little room. He's dropping some kids off at the pool. What? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've missed a, a lot of talk about um, Ultra Gash Inferno, so, you know. Yeah. But, oh. Barry, if you want to know more, if you want to know more about Ultra Gash Inferno, then you should come to the uh, comic panel that we are having at a Melksham Comic Con. And I can't remember the date right now because I don't know. But it's time next month, so you should come. And it's it's a it's a panel with other people. I don't know who. Um, I'm very helpful. And uh, we're, we're talking about sex and taboo subjects in comics, dark things. Things that you probably shouldn't be drawn, but they are drawn anyway. And is that okay? Uh, is that what the subject is about, or is that just what you're going to bring to the? No. Um, <laughs> apparently... Regardless of what it's about, there are nice stuff and sex, and you're going to go. And of course, it's all going to be about mutilation and uh, having sex no, with no, gas. No, no, no. What, what happened? Was that uh, they? Uh, well, I was approached about it. They said that it would be lovely to have me along because I can't remember exactly how she said it, but she was just like, "It would be nice to have have you along to be able to talk about these subjects in a light-hearted manner." Because I talk about mutilation and blood and stuff in a really sweet way, so it's okay. <laughs> so I can... <laughs> you throw so much because yeah. you know, the big the big puppy eyes and stuff and, and mm-hmm. the cute waggy ears. Right. Stuff, you know? <laughs> it's right. Like, uh, yes. This was like written down. People will be outraged and coming up you with, you know, pitchforks and burning Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, this has been written about, like, going, I think Lacemore was on BBC News a few months ago where they were talking about what's acceptable in comic books because there have been some new bans on some comics in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't remember for what what it was. It was violence or underage, or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, this the bit, there are talks about like whether comics are a little bit too much at times. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is a subject that is very much. I kind of wish I I got given I I ordered like a like a mystery pack from Forbidden Planet uh, a while years ago now. There was just a bunch of random like indie comics, and I had one I think it was pretty much like Verotic or something like that, which was like a porn, a horror porn. Um, Verotic, okay. Yeah, Verotic, and it was and it was it basically it was it was like a rape. Um, oh story. God! Ooh. And I kind of, I kind of read it, and then it went straight in the bin, and I don't throw. Comics yeah, away, yeah, yeah. and it went straight in the bit. I'm kind of wishing I'd kept it, <laughs> kept it there. I'm thinking, who Jim might have liked that actually? <laughs> I, would, I would have loved to have had a look at it. I mean, I'm saying it as was... like a, I've never heard of it before, and I I do need to start collecting all of these things because I need it as research, only for research. Yeah. Uh, so that I need I need from all. That's an excuse I've never been heard before. It's <laughs> yeah, all for research purposes. I'm looking after it for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I found it in the bag. Over the, over the, you know, over the Twitter, um, I asked Twitter like a few, few days ago, uh, whether they knew some, um, some good, like erotic comics because I needed to get some research stuff. And I've got a long list now of everything, everything from the sweetest shit you could ever see over to the most disgusting stuff that you wouldn't want to touch. So like, I, I'm going to see if I can get all of that, but it's going to cost a lot of money and I'm poor. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I should shut up now. But um, I'm sorry. How are you guys? Are you still alive? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> barely. I think barely now. I, uh, I'm not sure if they're or not. Is this yeah. happening? Is this happening? Is this really happening? I'm at that stage of the evening where I'm not 100 percent sure that I'm not half asleep, uh, <laughs> and that I'm just imagining all of this. Yeah. Im- uh, yeah. I'm, I I personally think I'm at home sleeping in my bed. Um, <laughs> just, um, just find a happy place. Yeah, and yeah. Just curl up in your head and just curl up there. It'll that, that's, soon. You'll be yeah. moving up to somebody else who will be sane and, you know, grounded <laughs> but and normal. In my world, I'm, I'm going to wake up in my own bed and turn over and go, I can't believe it, love. I to have this dream and sort of talks or whatever and then my wife is going to roll over and it's actually going to be Jenny <laughs> going like it's okay and I go no and then I'll, then I'll then I'll wake up again and it's that whole double double dream thing isn't yeah, it, it you know it, it, yeah yeah it's okay Barry wiggle your hips for money oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going to haunt you for the rest you're not my wife no <laughs> I don't want that to be the last thing that I hear from you guys, but I think it might be. Wait, wait, wait. I own you. I am being a professional. Ah, Stace, wiggle your tits a little bit, love it. And that would be the last thing you hear. Brilliant. So that's, in one one first swoop, she's levelled the playing field. (laughs) Yes. Jenny has solved sexism. That's all the in the world. Yeah, well, in, in five minutes. Jiggle your hips and jiggle your tits. That's yeah, literally... Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Thanks, Jenny. You're welcome. I can get a photo now. 
I mean, I shouldn't say that because you guys need to be awake. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just looked at the clock and I thought, cool, 18 hours. We're so close. And then realised, no, that's still six, yeah. five and a half yeah, left. I, I just love the way that everyone still keeps needing to say, like, we're off the bed now. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks. You enjoyed that sleep. Yeah, yeah. You Screw you, hippies. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Off you. Yeah, bye, guys. Yeah, great having you I, on. I've already Bastards. slept twice to the rest. That's, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Jeez. That's lovely. Fuck off the period. Yeah, okay, yeah. Do you know what? I'm not even going to say bye. Just cut them off. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say bye because I'm a lovely host. Bye, okay. my lovelies. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not saying jack shit. Oh, smooch, 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 smooch. The end. Yeah, do one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, do we have time for a quick social media moik before oh. we do uh, stuff? Okay. How's our donations looking? Anyone? Uh, anyone actually awake? Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ten people. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think people have gone to. Um, I mean, thanks <laughs> for listening earlier. <laughs> I mean, we've got a donation from Nicholas Papa Constantino. Oh, listen uh, One from Philip Sharman. Oh, do you have Philip I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a picture in it. Oh, he's got a beard. Uh, Keith Chan, who just says, stay sick, stay sick. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he was chanting at me on the dance floor. Ah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think he tweeted it too. <laughs> Here's our total looking at the mic. Total is £745.30. <gasps> p. Sweet as biscuits. So We're so close. We need another, what? 250 quid. 250 quid. How much did you last time? I, I set the goal last time for 750 and we made 900 while we were recording. <gasps> So I set it this time for a thousand because I'm a fucking idiot. No, you're not. You're just, you're just optimistic. Let's and call. we've still got six hours. Yeah. Should, we, I, should we? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I've got to say, everyone's just been 100% behind you oh. guys. You know, yeah, everyone's just been so sending lovely. their love, sending their hearts. Sending I'm so tired everything. I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> so alright, guys. Thanks, Bill. We're nearly there. Thanks, we're nearly there. We're so close.
just recite 